Welcome, everybody, to episode 72 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Uh, today is December 6th, 2012, and we are going to be talking about a game that came out at some point this year that we didn't play when it did come out, uh, for whatever reason, money, um, or maybe we just looked over it. So that's going to be our topic. I haven't decided what we're going to call this. We'll have to brainstorm a name during one of the breaks, but... Ooh. Yeah. Uh, teasers for a little bit later in the episode. Uh, we're going to be talking about the newly released Far Cry 3 a little bit. Um, Raider Rumble and then a little old school Final Fantasy 12 is also going to be in the mix a little bit later. Uh, Corey, what do you got for Nibble Bits? Uh, you guys will have to bear with me. You know how under the weather I am. Yep. I'm currently laying while what we're doing this. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but I'll try, and, I'll try and persevere. Mm-hmm. Uh, just briefly, Zynga filed for a right to make real money gambling games in Nevada, which I think is pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can picture entire casinos being built around the idea of video game gambling. Yeah, I can see that too. Wouldn't that be fun? Like an arcade gambling? I'll tell you what. It'd be dangerous, I think. If there was some kind of way for me to bet on my FIFA games... You probably would. I'd be flat broke right now. <laughs> yeah. Because you would bet I, on... I do win a lot, though, so yeah, maybe, exactly. maybe I wouldn't be... Let's get this going. Break even. Let's do this. Okay. We'll, we'll contact EA Can with our ideas. Well, we, there we go again, having ideas on, on air <laughs> that someone else is probably going to take. <laughs> but anyway. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I have that in uh, Telltale Games. The Walking Dead will hit retail stores on December 11th. Um, all the series packaged, all the game, <clears throat> all the games in the series packaged into one for thirty dollars, uh, which is a pretty good price if you ask me. Especially because I guess it can take. What would you say? Well, you played them all up to probably twenty hours total. Yeah, I'd say that around that. Right around twenty. So yeah, yeah it's it's uh, and also Game of the Year nominee. Uh, Will really likes it. I really like the first episode that I played. I didn't play anything after that yet. So I would say go for it. Okay. I didn't, I didn't love Dan? it. What? Are you, thinking about, are you guys thinking about getting it? No, I actually tried some of the first episode. I didn't love it. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll get it eventually. Maybe when it goes on sale on Steam or something. Yeah. And I was going to talk about... I'll save this for when we do our roundtable discussion, but uh, one of the... Uh, creators of Dragon Age 3 said it was influenced by Skyrim. Um, and I just thought it would be fun to talk about what parts of Skyrim would make a good Dragon Age 3. Okay. So well, I'll Sounds save good. that for Roundtable, though. All right. Sounds good. I'll, I'll go next. Steam's big, pitch, big picture mode is out of beta, and to celebrate, it's available. I think it comes on in a Steam update, so it kind of automatically does it. Uh, to celebrate, Steam is offering sales on controller-friendly games like Limbo, Super Meat Boy, Left 4 Dead 2, Portal 2, and uh, plenty more on there, actually. There's quite a few good games. I saw Limbo was like 250 Left 4 Dead was like 5 bucks, Portal 2 was 5 bucks. so there's some pretty good sales on there. You said um, Super Meat Boy? Super Meat Boy, yeah. I think that was 5 or seven fifty, maybe. I do want to get I that. I can't remember. I do, too. I, I thought about getting it, actually. Yeah. Um, I probably will. So yeah, check that out. Uh, time released their list of top games of 2012. There was actually a decent. It was actually a decent list, and I meant to call that up before we uh, before we started, and I didn't. Call it up Oops. on Twitter. 
I know, but I'll call it up on Twitter real quick. Uh, my next little bit is the first Oya systems will ship to developers starting in December. Nice. So that's a that's a good thing. That means there's they're uh, on the way on the way for release. You ready to get one, Dan? I probably will get one, especially if it can stream Netflix. Corey, keep it to yourself over there. That's fantastic. <laughs> if it can stream Netflix, I'll I'll I mean I'll probably definitely get one. Or probably definitely. I could use one upstairs. Yeah. What um, the hell can't stream Netflix nowadays? Corey, I don't zip it, it about your Oya hatred. Yeah, I still don't get it. That's true. So, Maybe you should keep going with your hatred. That's good for podcasting. Yeah, if we disagree on stuff. <laughs> yeah, I guess you should keep going. Okay. All right, here's Time's list for top 10 games that came out this year. Ooh. Uh, number 10 was Torchlight 2. Hey. Number 9 was Halo 4. Little low. Number 8 was Little Big Planet. What? The Vita, that, the Vita version. Vita version. That, yep, yeah, it's got to be. Uh, number seven was The Last Story. They had, they had to have a Vita game on there. Number six was Papo and Yo. No, they didn't, Will. Which I never never ended up playing. Indie puzzler, Papo and Yo. Uh, number five, Assassin's Creed 3. Number four is Dishonored. Oh, come which on. I felt a little was a little high. Little high. Yeah. I agree. Number three was XCOM Enemy oh, Unknown. Good to see that getting some yep. love. Two was Xenoblade Chronicles. Was that, That's the one you played, right, Corey? Yeah. Okay, and number one, Guild Wars 2. Ooh. Oh damn! Yeah, so nice. I I thought that was a no decent Borderlands. Yeah, that's okay. It wasn't for everybody, probably. I think what else might have got left off of there? Good to see no Call of Duty. Yeah, I was there. gonna say that. No, there wasn't any sports games on there. I could see FIFA being on there, but no NHL or, or well, Madden or Tiger Woods or anything like that. I could see why you wouldn't put a sports game on there. Right. Even as much as I like FIFA, it's hard for me to put it on a list yeah. of of best games. Right. Because really, there's not any creativity in it right, at all. Right. Um, they do do a good job with like gameplay, gameplay, and new game modes and new right. game modes that are awesome. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Okay. So I, th- I thought that was a good list. Um, the and you know reading those the the guy that wrote the article, uh, Matt Peckham, seemed seemed to know what he was talking about, which is nice. I, I don't know. Dishonored was the the one I had the biggest question mark <laughs> a little, at number four. Yeah. With with Halo four at number nine. Number number nine, yeah. Um so yeah, other than that, I think I think it was a pretty decent list. Fair enough. So yeah. Alright, that's all I got for Nibble Bits. Will, what do you got? My first one is Bioware is hard at work on their next single player DLC and they described it as an all hands on deck uh approach to the DLC yeah. and uh one important thing that I saw was it's being made in Bioware Edmonton, which is a studio that made the game. Mm-hmm. And the previous DLCs were made in Bioware Montreal. Okay. So I'm kind of wondering if this is the post... The, uh, the rumored about... The indoctrination theory. Yeah, okay. Which, I, I, mean, I don't know, when they said it's an all-hands-on-deck affair. Yeah, well, they they brought back all the, like, voice actors and stuff, so... Did that? And writers, yeah. all the writers are. Yeah, so we'll see. I, I, can't, in... I literally cannot wait for that. Yep. I'm uh, sure all the information's going to leak, leak leak about it at some point. Yeah. So. Which would be awesome. Yeah. So we're one step closer to it. Yeah. Okay. Um, my next one is Pikmin 3 is coming out quarter two of 2013, which is April, May, or June. So one of the big Wii, uh, Wii U releases is getting the uh, release windows narrowed, uh-huh. which is good. Um, Zynga released their new hit game, Coastervale, which is pretty much Roller Coaster Tycoon. Okay. It's a Facebook game. Um, I found that interesting because Zynga always copies everything and then 
Sure enough, yep. there's a roller coaster tycoon game. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And in depressing news, Black Ops 2 grossed one billion dollars in 15 days, which is faster than Modern Warfare 3. That's crazy. Oh, God. And we were a part of that, Will. We helped those numbers. You gave them one hundred and twenty dollars. Never again. I wonder. I wonder if you guys didn't buy it, if it would have taken them sixteen days. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Thanks, your guys, buddy. your guys's copies weren't even a pimple on their ass. Nope. So. Yeah, I guess that maybe should help me not feel so bad about yeah. it because it makes no difference. Right. But I don't know. I didn't vote. Like that makes no difference. <laughs> Yeah. Same thing, really. Agreed. <laughs> Me and Eric did say on this podcast that we weren't going to buy the next Call of Duty, but then I then I said to him, what if it comes out on the next gen console? Oh, yeah. Will <laughs> tweeted me and asked me that question. Should we talk about that for Roundtable? Yeah, we can. All right, sure. I'll save that for Roundtable. Right. <laughs> okay. But that's all I had. All right. Eric, what do you got for us? Uh, my first one, um, this is an article I found and I, I mostly brought it up because uh, Will's such a big fan of the Walking Dead video game uh, it's, the title is there's a new Walking Dead mobile game and it's brilliant and the, the article's by Mike Fahey on Kotaku um, it's $1.99 I believe it's called The Walking Dead Assault it's, last I knew it was only on iOS but I might be wrong uh, I only heard iOS but I'm not okay. sure yeah Okay. It looked pretty cool, though. I saw some of it. It's a top-down shooter. Yeah. I, oh, nice. I bought it. I just I, didn't play it. I think I might get it. It what? does look pretty sweet. Okay. It uh, looks like black and white, except for the blood is red. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. So that's kind of cool. Uh, let me bring up my other page here. Um, another one from Kotaku that I found was a new action RPG coming out called Path of Exile. Um, they say it's Diablo meets Final Fantasy VII. So I thought you guys especially might be interested in that. Yeah. Um, I'll just read you a brief description of what they, they wrote on here. This December, Path of Exile will officially enter open beta and what the team is calling a soft launch. It's an ambitious game, a hack-and-slash RPG that blends the skill-driven loot fest of Diablo 2 with the materia-based character customization of Final Fantasy VII, and it's totally free to play. Huh. Um, which means I'll probably give it a try at yeah, some point. Same here. So be on the lookout for that. And uh, Jason Schreier wrote that one on Kotaku. Okay. Um, I had one more. Where did I put it? Oh. Mm. Yeah, whatever. It's Bl- Blizzard has registered a new domain name called Project Blackstone. Okay. Not a lot about it, but, you know, people love Blizzard, so I thought I would bring it up. Yeah. They also have the name Titan. Or that's the supposed that's next- code name. That's their next MMORPG, right. supposedly, is Titan. Right. So people were wondering if this had something to do with that or if it's something completely different. But Okay. Exciting. Yeah. Meh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's it for me. All right, Eric, how was your week? Uh, my week was pretty good. I don't think I did too much to uh, report. I did go to the Bills-Jaguars game. Um, you know, they won. But the weather was so shitty. Yeah. Like, I'm getting to be such a pussy about the weather anymore. Weather's tough. It's bad, man. Like, it was... I would so much rather it snow than rain. Yeah. And it poured for the entire first half of the game. Ugh. Like, I had... Well, you get a lot more wet when it rains. Mm-hmm. I bought a poncho for $8. That's what she said. <laughs> My $8 poncho didn't have sleeves. So I had um, a hooded sweatshirt and a jersey and a t-shirt. And... 
my sleeves were sopping wet. I had a pair of gloves on, one of which got so wet I would, like, squeeze it, and it was just, like, water would come pouring out of it. Um, you know, just miserable. And it wasn't that cold, but, like, just being that yeah. wet made it colder, and it's always windy as shit in Buffalo. Uh-huh. So that sucked. The game itself went well. The Bills played very well, but it was the Jaguars, so I'm not really too pumped up about a, a win over They're the Jaguars. They're still in the hunt, though. They're not really. You don't think so? No, because if had Pittsburgh and Cincinnati lost last week, mm-hmm. they would be. They'd only be a game behind, but now they're two games back with only four to play. Ah, okay. So they would basically have to win out, and the other two would have to lose out. Like, well, the, the other two could win one more game. Right. I don't see that happening. Right. Um, it's mathematically possible. It's mathematically not, possible. Not realistically right. possible. Um, I actually <clears throat> sold my tickets to somebody for this week's game against the Rams, so I'm not going to that one. Uh-huh. Um, other than that, I don't think I have anything else, except I'm very excited to talk about the game that I played for this episode. Well, we'll let you go first, because I'm excited, too. Oh, all I'm right. excited to hear about it. Yeah. Okay. I'll go next. I had an internet catastrophe again. Oh. Uh, I was all excited, if anyone saw my tweet, for our guild raid that we were going to have on Monday. And about... Uh, mid to late afternoon my internet cut out so i was like uh whatever a lot of times when that happens you just need to unplug your modem and plug it back in and because it's it needs to be updated or whatever so nothing was working so i I gave it some time i let it you know what whatever simmer um tried again nothing you know uh so i did the only thing i could do at that point which was shortly before we were actually supposed to start the raid probably like maybe 8.50 or 8, I don't know, 8.45. I don't know what time it was. But uh, I called Time Warner. was on hold for you know, 45 minutes maybe. Um, and they, you know, pretty much at that point, all they do is they tell you to unplug your modem, blah, 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 restart it. So I did that. Nothing was working. So, I, you know, I texted our guild leader, uh, our cousin Chris, and said, you know, I'm I'm just not going to make it. There's It's not working. So the next day I went to Time Warner and uh, – and got a new modem, which ended up working, which is good. But it, it was funny because uh, late last week, I think I got a, a like a postcard from them saying that they were now charging for uh, cable modem rental fees. Ugh. And I wanted to be like, really? So I'm paying rental fees for modems that keep breaking. Because I honestly, since I moved into the house, I've probably had five really? different wow. cable modems. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, because you know, uh, twice I've had really bad internet problems and they've replaced the modem twice each time. And then this one time. So that, yeah, that's five. Jeez. Yeah. It's crazy. But I, you know, I wasn't even mad because I just kind of expect it at this point. Um, I just kind of shook my head in disappointment cause you know, stuff, something I was really looking forward to, uh, got ruined by, uh, shitty internet. So time is the worst, man. They are the worst. Um, but then either the next day or the day after, I got some good news that I was invited to the Firefall beta. So that'll be fun. No, what's I, that? It's a free-to-play. It's, it's, I think it's like an MMO FPS, a little bit like Planet Side, but oh. there's more player versus environment elements. Oh. So I think there's PvP and PvE. So um, it's it's got kind of stylized, cel-shaded graphics, almost like oh, Bo- cool. Borderlands a little bit. Um, but that's really all I know about it. I you know, I'll have I'll know more after I play the beta. The beta is this weekend. I, I you know I won't be able to talk about. it. I'm sure there's a non-disclosure agreement. I haven't 
write anything about it, but as soon as I can, I'll let you know my thoughts on Firefall. Uh, once again, it's a, it'll be free to play, so um, there's that. And then yesterday we put up our Christmas tree, which I, I, I don't you know tend to like the holidays too much, but I do like having a Christmas tree up. It's nice when I'm playing Guild Wars to see the Christmas tree in my right-hand side and have all the lights in the living room off, except for the light of the monitor and the light of the Christmas tree. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. Oh, all of a sudden, Dan's heart is warmed by holidays. <laughs> well, you He's know, Daddy, now I, I thought my son would like it a little bit more than he did, but he doesn't really have that much interest in it. So, you're getting more interest though. Yeah, well, like I said, I, I've always liked the Christmas tree, the the ambient lighting that it it provides. You know, the ambiance. Yeah, the ambiance from it, as it were. Yeah. So, there's that. It's nice. Roll to out li- some chestnuts. No, no chestnuts. Eggnog. No. Chestnut. Oh, I do need to get eggnog, though. It is the season. You know, uh, if anybody's looking for a healthier option for eggnog, they do make one. I think it's by the brand So Delicious. It's made with coconut milk, and it's fantastic. Ooh, I'll, I'll try it, definitely. It's so good. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that was my week. Will, what'd you do? Not a whole lot, just going through school, getting ready for break. I have senioritis really bad to the point where I'm struggling to sit down to do my work. Uh-huh. But Sounds uh, like my entire high school I was going to say, I had that in eighth grade. Uh. <laughs> the funniest part is I slacked so bad, but I still got an honors pass. Good. I don't know how I did it, but whatever. Doesn't, doesn't matter. But in school today, I was like, I'm going to check my bank account because I was sitting with some of my friends so we could have a good laugh because I made a lot of money this summer and blew it all. <laughs> and I looked and I saw, oh, I have $150 left. Sweet. Got home and bought Far Cry 3. Uh-huh. And I was like, I said on the podcast last week that I wasn't going to buy anything else until Bioshock Infinite. Liar. But when I had bought Far Cry 3 for the PC. Nothing wrong with that. No. Okay. Well, got you got it for PC. Yep. It's cheaper. It is cheaper. And it's better. It looks care. better. I don't, I don't hear it. <laughs> okay. I didn't get a chance to play it, though, but looking okay. forward to it. Sounds good. All right, Corey, what about you? Uh, Let's see. What did I do this week? Uh, I took my parents to the airport on Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. Was it Tuesday morning? No, yeah. Wednesday morning. Wednesday, I don't know. Early, early Wednesday morning, got up at, like, 5.30 and, and rode out to JFK and came back. That was interesting. I almost killed... Well, almost crashed into a couple cars on the way back. Things get pretty hectic in uh, rush hour. Yeah, I can imagine. You got to drive with a bit of aggression, but I think I guess that would be the first time I really drove in crazy rush hour city traffic. Uh-huh. Uh, really glad I don't actually have a car down here and I just use the subway. Like you said, it's, it's a lot different than LA traffic because you said LA traffic doesn't really move. Yeah. In in New York City, it moves really fast, and you have yeah. to be paying attention to what exit you need to get off of and whatnot. Yeah. It's all crazy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> got really sick that afternoon. Uh, what was that yesterday? Yep. H- had far cry. was all excited to come home and play it. Played for a little bit. Couldn't went to bed at like seven 30 and woke up at seven 30 this morning. Uh, endured a day at work. Uh, now I'm here laying on my bed. Sounds good. That's my exciting week. That's how you know you're sick when you don't even want to play video games. Because that happens yeah. occasionally. And and it yeah, I mean I do want to play video games. I'm just physically unable to sit up and yep. concentrate. Focus on the screen. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so that'll do it for our weeks. Uh the music you're gonna be hearing during the break is where did I write it down? 
Oh, here we go. The music is going to be by the by the group Lost Integrity. The song is Lullaby Number Four. So we're going to be right back right after that. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 72 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in our main segment, which we are each going to be talking about a game we played separately that we missed at some point this year. So uh, Eric was kind of a, a little little bit of a tease earlier today. Ooh, you know how I like that. <laughs> and te- he texted me and said uh, I, he's really excited. So I'm really I excited. I texted to hear, all three of you because I was so excited. I'm really excited to hear what, what game you played. Well, I actually, I don't want to. I was going to just play Sleeping Dogs mm-hmm. because I had it and, you know, it was going to be easy. Mm-hmm. And then one of our listeners, I posted on our uh, Facebook account asking what games our listeners miss and what they want to go back and play. One of them said Journey. Mm. So I had purchased Journey when it first came out. Corey, did you play with Journey? Yeah. Did you beat it? Yeah. Oh. All right. I'm really excited. Did you? Hold on a second. So, <laughs> so I, I, I said to myself, you know what? I'm going to play Journey because that, that I haven't played it. I've never talked about it. I really didn't know anything about it. Uh-huh. Uh, and I loved Flower. So I sat down and I played Journey today and I beat it. All right. Hey. God, it's been a while since I got one of those. <laughs> it took me about two hours, two and a half hours. Apparently I had started it before and I actually got a trophy for taking a week off it or a week or more off in between playing. Oh. So I must have That's just like started per- it. Perfect trophy. Yeah. There's nice. actually Corey, I don't know if you look, there's some really cool trophies for that game. I haven't looked. Yeah, check it out. And we should play it together because there's one I didn't realize this during the game, but did you run into other people while you were playing it? Yeah, people drop in and out. Right, I didn't know that. I thought that that was just part of the game that like there were other little dudes running around. And at the end, it's like it told me, "Oh, you met this many companions, and these are their screen names." And I was like, "Yeah, oh, that's really sweet." So, um, yes, Journey, uh, in my opinion, is one of the better games that I've ever played. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I had goosebumps at the end of it. Oh, nice! And. Had I been in the right setting, like, no lights on and the, the sound really high, I might have even shed a tear. Okay. Like, <laughs> I don't know what, it just, like, struck a chord with me. Nice. It was... So describe the mechanics. It's basically, um, really all it is is you move your thumbstick forward, side yeah, to you side. Can walk around in the desert. Yeah, you can, um, 
jump with X and fly and kind of float. You have a cape, mm-hmm. and what happens is you build kind of a scarf that hangs off the back of your neck, um, and it's got little symbols on it, and you have to recharge it, which allows you to float through the air. Uh-huh. Um, so you hold X doing that. You can play musical notes by hitting circle, and that's kind of a part of the game, but not really. Um, if you hold it down, you can build up... Um, there's little pieces of scarf around the world, and if you hold the uh, circle button, they'll help boost you mm-hmm. if you need to get up to higher places. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, there's not a lot to the controls. That's basically it, mm-hmm. which is nice. You can control um, moving the screen with the controller. I don't really do that. I use the thumbstick for that. Okay. So. Um, but, yeah, that's it. Really basic controls. Um, the thing about Journey that sets it apart obviously is the artistic part of it uh-huh. it looks awesome mm-hmm. the environments are really cool the music is is good it's not as good as flowers music but it's really good for the game okay. like i actually bought flowers soundtrack mm-hmm. i wouldn't buy journey soundtrack i don't think but for the game it's perfect especially okay. at the end mm-hmm. the end was so perfect with the music it just like builds up and that's what was giving me goosebumps. Okay, the the music actually they they got nominated for a Grammy. Did they? I mean, no, it was good. I yeah. just didn't think it was as good as Flower. Corey, did, that was you cool. look like you wanted to say something about the music. I was going to say what Dan just said that it okay. was nominated for a Grammy. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, the game is really. Um, I didn't know what to expect going in, but it was very artistic, and I was really excited when I got done playing. And I was trying to explain it to my girlfriend, and I just didn't. I couldn't even like explain. It. I was beside myself. Yeah. Which I, I don't usually get, like, the video. So I, I actually did take some notes oh, during, nice. which is odd for me. Um, I'll read to you what I wrote down, and then I'll try to explain it better. Um, there was a couple parts that really stood out to me. There was one where it pans to, like, a side view as opposed to behind the, the character. Um, and you're kind of sliding. This is towards the beginning. There's The first part is in the desert. Mm-hmm. Um which, by the way, the sand like movement is so cool, and you like leave a trail as you're gliding through it. Uh-huh. Um, your guy almost looks like he's she is like snowboarding down the hills. Oh, cool! Just but it's just sand. Yeah. Um, with like the sun in the background, and so there's a part where I'm coming down, and it's it's kind of I didn't know how to describe it other than it's kind of like a hallway where it's from the side, and it's it's kind of like ruins. And the sun is beating in on it, which is, like, forming these crazy shadows on the sand. And, mm-hmm. like, it was one of the most beautiful, like, scenes I'd seen in a, in a video game. That's awesome. It looked so great. Mm-hmm. I should first start by seeing what the object of the game is. Mm-hmm. When you, you first start, your, your character goes up a hill because there's a couple of uh, posts up there. Mm-hmm. So you go up there to investigate. And then in the, the far distance, you see a mountain with a beam of light in the middle of it. So you're on a journey to see what it is, basically. Right, to get there. Right. Um, the second note that I had was um, in what is supposed to kind of be a water world. There's not any actual water, but that's kind of the feeling that they're, they're trying to get out of it. Mm-hmm. They, uh, The scarf thing's kind of hard to describe, but it recharges your scarf, which allows you to fly more. So they, they formed a jellyfish-looking thing out of the scarf to help you climb higher there like you'd find one jellyfish and the next one would be up higher so you'd like kind of glide up the first jellyfish which would recharge your scarf to allow you to fly to the next <coughs> one I see. so you're climbing up the map through that and it, it just was so cool mm-hmm. um 
and there's like beams of light shining in through cracks in the ceiling just I thought that the the shadow work and like just the way they used the light in the game uh-huh. was so cool. Nice. Um there was a little bit of combat, not really combat, but there was an enemy at a couple points. It's kind of a water snake made out of stone. Uh-huh. Um that if if it sees you, it like dive bombs you. Like an Onyx Pokemon kind of? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. kind of like that. Um that it wasn't hard to like get by it or anything, but it was it was I was actually almost disappointed they even put any enemies in it cuz it didn't need it. Right. It served no purpose really. Right. Um it was cool, I guess, but it, they I could have done without it. Right. Um let's see. The next thing that I that I had on here that was really cool. Um towards the end, you go to this level where the further you keep going up, um it's like a smoke or a haze keeps rising up with you so you can't go back down too far. Uh-huh. Um and there's different ways to go about each separate level of it. So the coolest one I thought was like a, a dragon almost made out of the scarf material. Uh-huh. And you like get on his back and he flies you around. And it was just like the coolest thing. Nice. Um, so the last level before you actually reach the mountain is snow. And it was like, it gave you such a feeling of like, you're not going to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Because the wind would hit your character and just push you backwards, and your guy can barely move, and he gets like frozen. Yeah. And you can see it was so cool because you, you, by the end, your scarf is pretty long. What you do is you collect symbols along the way that make your scarf longer. Mm-hmm. So, as the wind's hitting your guy, you see his scarf becoming white and frozen. Oh, cool. And your guy's clothes are becoming like frost. You know what I mean? And it was just so cool. There were things for you to hide behind to block the wind and stuff like that, but. After you get past that part, it was basically just you in the snow and your guys just kind of trying to make it up the hill. Uh-huh. Um, so, uh, you guys aren't going to play this, are you? Do you care if I spoil it? I don't have it on PS3. I would play it, but I don't have a PS3. I mean, it's, been, it. it's been out for a while. Um, so, at the end of the snow, your guy collapses. And... I don't. Did he die there, Corey? Do you think? Yes, he I did. Do. Yes. Okay. This game it's, made it's, me. It's it's open to interpretation. Yeah, I think. it made me think so much, like about like life, and actually, like towards the end, I was like thinking about people that I care about. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that was probably part of the purpose. Yeah. Right? What will was I one of them? No, <laughs> you're not old enough to be one of them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But um yeah, like your character collapses and you just had this feeling of like, well shit, like he's not going to make it and it it made I honestly thought the game was over right then cuz the screen goes white. It just like fades to white and I was like, you know what? I'm okay with that being the ending. Like I get it. But then all of a sudden like your guy comes back to life and he's like shot into the air. <sighs> God, I can't even, like, explain it to you. Like, through a tunnel of energy, your guy uh-huh. goes through. And you come out, and it's, like, the most beautiful scene. You go jumping from, like, platform, snow platform to snow platform in the middle of this mountain. And finally, you you get to the end. And it's, like, your character is walking towards the beam of light that he saw, mm-hmm. which is in between the mountain. Actually, there were there were a couple of weird things that I thought during it. Corey, do you remember 
when your character basically turns into yellow light right at no, the end. I don't remember that specifically. It's right at the end when you get up to the mountain to to the last part where you're actually going to start walking into it. He's like a yellowish white looks what I thought it looked like was a sperm. Is what I <laughs> thought it looked like. Fly, almost like flying into a vagina and I was like, "Huh." Like it was <laughs> creating a life almost. Yeah. Cuz I knew that they were going for like life and death and stuff like that. Like that's what I thought of and I was mm-hmm. like, "That's so cool. Like I've never had a video game Make me think of something like that. Right. So he, he lands, your character lands, and the music was so great at this point. It's just like building up and building up, and he gets to the pinnacle where he's been trying to get to. Or she, it's a she, I should say she. So all it happens is like you, you, she's walking towards the crack in the mountain, and it's just this white light that you just keep walking towards, and the music starts to fade out, and the character just keeps walking, and ba- and by the end, it's all you hear is the footsteps, the character walking towards the bright light of death uh-huh. is what it is. And it just looks so cool the way it just, like, melted into the, the white uh-huh. picture. And, like, oh, God, it was so awesome. Sounds cool. It was an experience. I've never really had an experience like that with a video game before. Uh-huh. Um, and, and I thought about, like, it made me think about how the character, if it were me, would be okay with that being, like, the way they died. Right. Because they went on a journey to find whatever that was, and through the journey they experienced, like, the coolest settings and saw so many beautiful yeah. things. Like, yeah. it'd be such a cool way to die on yeah, that cool journey. Yeah, You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And I thought that the the game just made me think about stuff like that, and I've never had a video game make me think about anything remotely, like... right spiritual and i'm not a religious person you guys know that but i like anything that will make you think about stuff like that regardless of my opinion right and i like anything that will make you question anything in life and that's what that game did for me cool so i like i i wasn't expecting that so so it was was a lot deeper than just just the game itself for me yes for me it absolutely was and i don't even think it doesn't even have to be necessarily spiritual it's it could just be you know a very natural course of life death and rebirth yeah that's that's what it was like it it was just a not necessarily a cycle of life kind of because at the end you it's you get reborn you go you can go on a new journey your guy your person turns into a star mm-hmm. and i i was pissed off because after it was over during the credits it shows your star traveling through scenes that you did in the game and i i was trying to write notes so i couldn't really watch it right but i'm going to replay it cuz i want to get the trophies mm-hmm. cuz there's some really cool ones like I didn't realize during the game that I was actually playing with another person online. I just thought it was part of the game. Yeah, an NPC or right, something. Right, yeah. But if you actually travel with somebody through the whole game, you get a trophy for that. Or if you just go to the end of it with somebody and like finish it with somebody. Uh-huh. And I just think that like how cool it would have been if I had known if they like had the same experience I did. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you played the right. same we, game at the same we time. We don't know each other, but right. we would have always had that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I just thought that was really cool. Um, let's see. What else? Music symbols. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought like it really, for, for anybody that doesn't see video games as a form of art yeah or ever argues that like you could never play that game and and not say it that artistic. it's not artistic because it's i thought it was brilliant right i really one of the best games i've played ever okay in my opinion nice 
Yeah, I I feel like I missed out on that one. That's the oh, one I would definitely want to play. God, it was Same good. Here. Did you like as much as I did, Corey? Probably not as much as you liked it. I think I was a little bit cooler in my uh, review of I it. Thought I thought I remembered you saying you didn't like it as much. <clears throat> yeah, I think I liked Flower more, for sure. Okay. Well, um, but o- no, I, I certainly appreciate all the things you're talking about in yeah. the game and agree with a lot of what you're saying. The definitely. other thing that I thought of with Flower was um, when I played Flower... I was not necessarily in a normal state of mind, if you catch my drift. <laughs> and when I played Journey, I was in a normal state of mind. Uh-huh. Um, say, had I lived in Colorado or Washington today, I might not have been. <laughs> okay. So you catch my Do you drift? think it would have enhanced the experience? Oh, God, yeah. Okay. Can you explain, Eric? I'm a little confused. <laughs> but yeah, like I, it's great without it. Right. But at the same time, like I told my girlfriend, I was like, she asked me how my video game was going. She texted me, and I was like, it's going really good, but I can't explain it to you because I, I don't even know what I would say about it. You'd have to actually see it. All I can tell you is that the guys that made this game and their other game are huge stoners. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. I'd say of the two, Flower's more of a stoner game than right. Journey. Yeah. But either way, you, you're going to win. Okay. Everybody wins there. Definitely play both of those games. Journey for me is the better one, but Flower's great too. I mean, okay. It's, if you're into artistic stuff, uh-huh. oh, forget about it. You can't beat it. And okay. It only took me two, two and a half hours to beat, so I mean, you can do that. Right. So, okay. Excellent. Yeah. Sounds good. All right, Will, what do you got for us? It's going to be hard to follow that up. Yeah, I agree. Sorry, man. <laughs> we should have saved that one for last. <laughs> well, it, it'll be shorter because everybody can get the concept of my game. The game that I played was Lego Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. I borrowed it from one of my nice. friends, and Corey talked about it being you know pretty cool. So I borrowed it from one of my friends, and uh, the game covers the three movies, The Fellowship of the Ring, Two Towers, and then um, uh, Return of the King. So it hits every major plot point of the three movies, too. Um it uh, has the voice acting from the movies and the music from the movies. So, Lego, like the Lego series, is all about you know having comedy in it. Mm-hmm. But it's harder for them to pull it off in this one because they have the voice acting and the music already done. Right. So what they do is during the cutscenes, they have like the Lego characters make like funny faces or like have a prop or of some sort. Uh-huh. Like in the beginning, when uh, Frodo first gets the ring, him and Gandalf were sitting together, and Frodo was looking at it and like he kept dropping it into his hot coffee that he was or tea <laughs> that he was drinking, <laughs> and it was pretty funny. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. There are 80 playable characters in the game. Oh, wow. Which is a lot. That's one of the things I like about those games is there is a lot of playable characters. Yeah, and... 80? 80. Wow. And the coolest thing about it is each character has their own, like, special ability. I don't know if that, there's, like, some overlap with characters because I haven't... I Like I said, I didn't play it nearly as much as I wanted to. Right. But uh, they are supposed to have their own special abilities. And another thing that's cool is that there's a blacksmith and you can, like, get certain weapons that you want. Like, if you want, like, a bow or something or a sword... So that kind of adds more to an RPG mm-hmm. element. The only thing that it lacks for an RPG is, like, leveling and, you know, being able to have stats for your characters. Right. Um, and one thing I did want to say is Corey was – when Corey did his uh, – when he was talking about the demo, the game does the scale of battles very well. Yeah. Because Corey said that when you're playing games with, like, huge battles going on, you feel like you're fighting a tiny section. Yeah of the uh, battle but instead you like you feel like you're doing the full scope of the war yeah because I, I heard the um uh 
Helm's Deep was a really really cool one in that in that game. Well, one of the battles, the first one you do is um the Battle of the Five Armies, which is the elves, dwarves, oh, humans. Yeah, that's the very first battle you do. Okay. And then the you know the orcs and all of them, they're all fighting, mm-hmm. and that's when you first you know the ring, the whole one. Uh, Sauron has the uh, ring. Yeah. And so that does the battle very well. There's a lot going on. And oh wait, that's not the battle. Is that the battle? Isn't that? I think the battle of five, five armies is in the Hobbit. That's not. Uh... I know that's the very last battle in the Hobbit. Yeah. No, the the one you're talking about is at the at at the intro of the movie where they the guy, uh, Elendil cuts the ring off his finger. A Cilador. A Cilador. Yeah. I thought that was the very the last thing that is shown in the Hobbit, and they just kind of brought it over. No, to the no, 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 because no. No, because Gollum has a ring for quite a, quite a while, After, and all throughout yeah, the Hobbit. Before the Hobbit, oh, okay. So what's that battle then? I don't remember the name of it. Because I looked it up, and I just saw the Battle of the Five Armies, and that looked like the closest thing to what was in it. So I wasn't no. sure. No, that happened like a couple thousand years before the events of Lord of the Rings. That battle, really? I don't know, yeah, with Isildur. Huh. Maybe a thousand years, a few hundred years. It's a while before the events. Huh, okay. But anyway, continue. But anyway, yeah. Not, I, not to correct you, but. Thanks, Dan. I, was just, I need to clear it up for myself. Now I'm I was confused. Now my pace is ruined. <laughs> just kidding. Um, but you were right on the Helm's Deep battle. Yeah. Uh, I did the demo for it, and it does the battle very well. You know when um they t- they're on the horses and they're going down the, yeah. the I don't know, it's not walkway. The, stair, the walkway. Yeah, there's that, and you're, like, slashing the enemies off to the side, you know, killing them. And when the Riders of Rohan, I saw a video of this with the Return of the King battle. At a Gondor, mm-hmm. you're running through the crowd with the elephants, like stepping down and like crushing enemies and stuff like that. Like it does a really, really great job in, you know, having the scope of the battles and showing like how big they really were. Yeah, has like hundreds of enemies on, you know, on camera at one time. And you know, games. I know it's only a Lego game, but you know, games can't really pull that off without you know sacrificing something. Yeah, graphical quality. Yeah, graphic- not necessarily going for in the Lego games. Yeah. But, uh, it's more about the the gameplay and the fun of it. Yeah. Um, I was reading some reviews about it, and a lot of people said that this is, like, one of the best adaptations of Lord of the Rings for into, into a video game, at yeah. least. Yeah, yeah. Which is not saying much, because I think, in general, the Lord of the Rings games were kind of poor. Yeah. Um, eh, not not all of them. Some of them were good. I didn't. I like Lord of the Rings Online. Mm-hmm. Um, that was actually one of the other ones that they said was really. It was pretty good. Yeah, I didn't care much for any of the uh, movie specific games. Mm-hmm. Um, and I played a handful of others. Well, Battle for Middle Earth was okay too. The strategy game. Oh yeah, I remember that. And then you played what one came out last year? War of the North. Yeah, War of the North. And you liked that, right? Yeah, it was pretty good. It wasn't not great, know. but good. Yeah. It was a lot of fun with friends. Fun with friends. Okay, but uh, yeah, not like a whole lot to say because it's basically another Lego game, but yeah. it's Lord of the Rings. But I played a little bit of it. Like I said, not as much as I wanted to, but I thought it was pretty awesome. Okay, I think if you're into Lord of the Rings, you should definitely get it. And if you like the Lego games, mm-hmm. get it. it's a must buy. Good co-op game too. Yep, good co-op game. I don't know if there is online co-op, but. There is definitely a local co-op. Okay. Um, and another thing about the game is after you unlock, like, areas, you can go back to the areas at any time and do more missions in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think I think it's a very good game. I borrowed it from my friend, but I'm going to give it back, and I put it on my Christmas list to so I could you know, have it okay. and play it with a friend and stuff. Cool. So, yeah, it looks pretty fun. Sounds good. All right, uh, I'll go next. I played Botanicula. 
Um, I wanted to buy. I, I, there was a lot of good suggestions on our Facebook page, but I don't have any money at this point, and I already had Botanicula because I bought it for the pick five for mm-hmm. for ten dollars from Gog. So I figured I'd play that one. Um, plus, when Corey talked about it, he was um, not in not in his normal state of mind either. I was very intoxicated. <laughs> So I, I figured I would oh uh, I figured I would give that a chance and talk about it. You you clear, was... you cleared up some of the stuff a little bit the next episode, but oh, you didn't yeah. you didn't talk up talk about it as much. That well, that was my last in studio episode, right? Before no, you, I don't think you were in studio for that one. Uh, I don't I, remember. I think he was. I remember. I think he was here. It was close. If not, if you were in studio, if it wasn't your last, it was close to your last in studio. I think episode. it was my last. It could be. <laughs> Could be. I, I let it all. I let it all hang out. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, because I had to drive home after. Yeah, that's he let one. his hair down. Yeah. yeah. And it was like twelve o'clock at night. And I had to drive home. Yeah. <laughs> it's a uh, hard game to describe when you're drunk. Yeah. Well, it's hard to describe when you're not drunk. <laughs> yeah. So I can only imagine what it's like to describe when you are drunk. But anyway, it was developed and published by Amanita Design, who uh, also created Machinarium, which is another point-and-click adventure game that I really liked. Um, obviously, point and click adventure. Um, there's no verbal dialogue in either of these games. Uh, any any story is conveyed by um, thought bubbles and and actions of the characters. So um, they do a good job of of conveying the story just through the the actions of the characters and the thought bubbles. Um, the story of the game is the your group of characters that you play as. Um, one's like a twig. One's a feather. One's a mushroom, one's like a, I don't know, like a seed pod, and then the other one's a little seed. Um, they all have different things that they help out with when you're when you're solving puzzles. Um, and, yeah, the story of the game is them. They're trying to protect the uh, seed that they, that they got from a, like, corrupting force. We can't exactly say what they are. They're almost like spiders um, with, with, like, fuzzed-out bodies. It's kind of hard. To, they only have four legs too. It's kind of hard to figure out what exactly they're supposed to be. But you know, I'm not there in the story yet. So, um, and yeah, it's just it's just a bunch of uh, point and click puzzles. Um, this is a great game to play for me, especially um, because I didn't have internet on Monday. So that's when I played the majority of this game. Um, it was a good time because it doesn't require an internet connection, which is which is yeah. a good thing. Uh, it was also it was also nice to play because of the stress of playing a game like Guild Wars or Planet Side Two or or anything really. Um, the music is very calming and natural sounding, and all the sound effects are really really good too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, playing Guild Wars Two, I mostly do world versus world now, uh, which is very very stressful, and then Planet Side Two, which is also pretty stressful. So it's it was a nice change of pace for me to you know be able to sit down and and listen to the the great background like ambient natural sounding music and You're slowing and, things and down. yeah slowing slowing things down figuring out some puzzles um, none of the puzzles are like super hard either so far um, I think in Machinarium I only came across one puzzle that I needed to have help with um, it was a musical one and I don't have a very musical mind so I needed to get help with it the wife help you. I know no, she, I, she she probably would have been able to do it, but I looked it up on YouTube. So, oh boy. Roger. Yeah. Um, I probably have put maybe two hours into Botanicula. I don't know how long it is. It's probably different for everyone depending on how quickly you get through the puzzles. Um, but so far I really like it. Uh, the graphics are really cool. Um, it's very colorful. Uh, the environments are also a little more interactive in Botanicula than they were in Machinarium. 
Um, and Moshinarium really the only stuff that would move or uh, stuff that you could actually like click on for the puzzles. Um, and this one, as you mouse over like leaves and stuff, they'll bend and um, bugs will like move out of the way of your of your pointer on the on the Aww. on the screen. Um, so yeah, it's really really quite a cool game, and definitely uh, definitely pick it up if you're looking at a calming uh, adventure point and click game. I do want to play a calming game. Yeah, it was definitely worth my two dollars. It's worth ten. Steal. Yeah. So what do you think of that, Corey? Yeah, I think you did a lot better job describing it than I did. Did you end up playing more Botanicula? Did you uh, beat it? My girlfriend played it quite a bit. Okay. I think she actually got further than I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Sorry. It, it, it's a great game. I really like it so far. And you know, as I said, I played the Machinarium, which is their Amanita Designs first game, and I really liked it. And this is like a continuation, kind of of that. Nice. I'll, uh, if I can briefly, Dan, jump in here and plug uh, the movie that Amanita Designs animated. Yeah. Uh, I talked about it before when I talked about Botanicula, but it's called Kuki. Uh, It's about this little stuffed animal that gets thrown away because the the child who owns it has really bad allergies. So the, the parents throw the stuffed animal away, and it's in the dump, and it tries to find its way back home from the dump. So it's all stop motion animation. Uh, but it's the same type of stuff because he goes into the woods and there's all these little woodland creatures. Yeah, making uh, noises. Very, very cool. Like everything is really, really cool. And um, <clears throat> they use like garbage and stuff to you make for the vehicles for the little creatures. But once you like start watching it enough, you start to forget that it's stop motion, handmade, like almost like high school diorama stuff. Uh-huh. You start to you start to picture it more like a real animation. I don't know. It's really cool. Huh. I really recommend it. I'll have to watch that. It's a, it's, I think it's a Czech film. Yeah, yeah. The the com- the Amanita Design is a Czech Czech company. Yeah. The Yaramir was the name of the one of the lead designers yeah. on uh, Yaramir something. Yager. No, not Yager. <laughs> Unless he has a, <laughs> a secret uh, job that we don't we don't know about. He does. Well, he's not playing hockey in the NHL. <laughs> That's true. So yeah, I loved love Botanicula so far. I'll hopefully have it beaten by next week, but. Those games, I you know, I'll pick up here and there. You know, it's not something you need to hammer out all at once. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what I played. Corey, what do you got for us? Uh, I played a little game called Call of Duty Black Ops 2. Oh. No, I'm sorry. I wish I did. I didn't play anything. Nothing? No. Okay. I was going to uh, do that yesterday, but like I said, I tried playing some Far Cry and then... You were going to play Call of Duty? collapsed no that oh. would have been cool if i did though did you no, have something one... picked out i'm sorry you did i was gonna i was gonna play XCOM. oh okay um but like i said i just i couldn't i slept 12 hours yesterday and couldn't couldn't bring myself to do it i did play some other stuff but we'll talk about that and what, what, we played. what we played i i wanted to plug something real quick go for it based off of core's recommendation uh steam has faster than light right now for 5.99 yeah i'm probably gonna end up buying that actually yeah, that's a great price. It was on GOG yesterday for five, and I forgot to buy it. That's I was I was gonna buy it when I got done, or before I started playing Guild Wars, because I saw they tweeted that it was five dollars, mm. and uh, I was like, oh, I'll just buy it before I play Guild Wars, and then I just started playing Guild Wars and I forgot about it. So and this episode will be posted tonight. Tonight, yeah. Okay, that offers good until Monday okay. at ten a.m. Pacific. Is that also with all the um, all the controller friendly games? Do you know? I don't know. 
if if it is or not. But those games will probably be on sale for a little bit, as I said, in celebration for the the big picture mode for Steam. So. Okay. Uh, yeah, that'll do it for our main segment. We're going to take a quick break and be right back right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 72 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. The music you heard during the break was by the group Lost Integrity. The song was called Mother Culture. <clears throat> so we are now in our feedback segment. And uh, actually, before we start feedback, uh, we've got a lot of drinking to do, Eric. I figured we'd filter these in throughout the feedback so we Roger that. aren't doing them all at once. We have... Six new Twitter followers, two new iTunes ratings, and one new like on Facebook. So that's nine. So, because Corey's sick, he's not going to be able to drink any. So, um, luckily, luckily, it's kind of a wimpy shot that we're doing. The only thing I have is vanilla McGillicuddy's. Delicious, so nonetheless. It is delicious. So it'll be a little less harsh than the honey whiskey. And however you want to divide, I can do six and you can do three. It's up to you. Because I don't right, have anywhere to go. Let's do that. Yeah, just in case. Okay. So there's one. What are you me. laughing at, Will? I have to make fun of you during the drinking set, like session. Why? You want one, uh, Will? No, it's funny to make fun of you for it. <laughs> I failed to see the uh, the humor in that. Well, I can't call you a sissy this week. Well, I put that filters up a bit much, huh? Yeesh. Uh, okay. Here's uh, two shots down the hatch. Cheers. To new Twitter followers. Yeesh. Oh, it's so good. It is good. It's kind of wimpy, like I said. But it is, but, you know, it's so tasty. That's all I had. We finished our honey whiskey last week, so. Thank God. <laughs> it wasn't the best tasting stuff, no. that's for sure. No. But that's because it was the cheapest. <laughs> Evan Williams, right? Yep. Oof. Okay. Let's let's uh, get balls deep into feedback here. Ooh. So uh, we tweeted, uh, this week the athletes play a game that we missed during the year and share our thoughts. What game did you miss? And Chase on Twitter said, Journey, Walking Dead, XCOM, and Resident Evil 6. Uh, I don't think Re- Resident Evil 6 was a game any of us were going to play. 
Uh, originally, I was going to buy it. Oh, were you? Yes. That, well, that's right, but but I mean for this episode. No, I'm not going to play that game. Okay. Uh, Corey did want to do XCOM. I why. I didn't even think about that, the Walking Dead at all. So. Yeah, and well, then, and then, my and journey then talk Eric, Eric played Journey. So. Makes you want to play it, I hope. Uh, the next piece of Twitter feedback was also from Chase, who says, If Dan played like last time we did in Halo, he would need more than a weekend of practice, more like a month. Oh. Well, no, he's he's right. Um, I, yeah. I, I I agree with that. <laughs> Corey. <laughs> well, you weren't there. You didn't. You you couldn't even witness how poorly I played. But I was talking during the break, and I think. Uh, well, I'm, I'll play a little bit tomorrow to get my rust out. Um, I think not playing has been better for me than playing because I, I was telling these guys if I played too much, um, I would get bored with it and not like it and not care. So at least I do kind of want to play better. Know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I got what you're saying. Do you ever get? Do you ever get that? Because some some people can just power through a game and not worry about it. But games like that, I, I get worse at the more I play. I think. Um, it can go either way for me. Sometimes if I'm playing really bad, then if I play longer, I just do awful. Yeah. But if I'm playing good, I here's need why. To play longer. Here's why this happens, Dan. I'm gonna explain this. Corey, <laughs> okay. Get psychoanalyze it. Well, I no, it's not shot. even that. Here's what happens. So you get in, you play Halo for a little while. Mm-hmm. You get good at it, um, and as you get better at it, your guy levels up, and you start playing people who are more difficult. Mm-hmm. Then you start to suck a little bit. Mm-hmm. So you stop. Say so you stop for a month. After that month, everybody who was shitty has played enough to be the same level as you now. Yeah. So you're playing people who are shitty but are the same level because they've been playing longer. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. I know what you're saying, yeah. No, that's not my problem. My problem is I play three matches and I'm like, okay, I've I've played enough. I'm going to move on to something else. I, I never get that. Yeah. No, I, 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 I when either. I start playing, I don't want to put it down. Yeah, see, three, like, I, I played, was it last Saturday or was it Saturday before that I played last? After, like, three matches, I was like, or four matches, and I think they were all the same map, too. It's like, okay, I've really had enough of this. But I, knowing I had to practice a little bit, I played a little bit longer. I, I probably, I think I played, like, ten matches, maybe. Well, did you do well? Uh, I did well on one of them, and the rest I was about even on my kill death. But the one I did really well on was against people who were god-awful. God-awful. Yeah. Um, I went seven, I, well, I actually texted you guys a picture. I went 17 and 2. Um, but one of those deaths, I shouldn't have even died, and the other was a, was kind of a lucky kill. So, I never got that picture. I texted it to, to all the TS athletes. You probably only sent it to the veterans. No, did I, you get it, Corey? Corey got it. <laughs> Which picture? I the picture I the screen cap I took of my seventeen and two score. Yeah, I got it. Okay, so Will never got it. Eric did. I know because he I texted did. me back not that long after. I always return a text to Will. You do. You are good with that. Yeah. All right, down the hatch with more Twitter follower down drinks. Down the hizzy. This is, this is four. The his hatch. Mm. So, yeah. I think it's. I think in the long run it's probably better that I didn't play too much. Um, like I said, I'll get all my rust out tomorrow on first-person shooters. I've also been playing Planet Side. So I know it's not the same type of shooter, but it's a shooter, a shooter nonetheless. Yeah. You still, even Guild Wars, I think, is helping with like twitch reflexes, and I think that's a that's a big part of it. You know, is the, the, the what? 
Why? You just keep... <laughs> I don't get it. What? None of this stuff is actually helping you. I'm... I'm wow. I'm, <laughs> wow, listen to sick Corey. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, my, my... Like, I could... You know, maybe if I was playing Final Fantasy 3... Again, that wouldn't help, but you know, no. you, you keep your you keep your reflexes Dan. honed like I am playing Guild Wars and playing side. Dan, you can play yeah. whatever you want. Don't listen to Corey. I know. Well, like Guild I said, Guild Wars is not improving your Halo game. At all. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying it is, but it's keeping my reflexes sharp. Yeah, it's the big part of Halo. See what I mean? No, no, you don't. Of course not. I, I'm just I mean, saying, like I like I said, after three or four matches, I'm like, okay, that's, that's enough. I want to I want to play something different. But I will. Pra- I will practice tomorrow. Um, part another part of the reason I I haven't been playing too is, um, you know I can't play during the day at all, um, because I'm you know I'm a stay at home dad. So you have to watch. I, I I have sometimes I have a little bit of time when I when my son's taking a nap, but sometimes he'll nap for half an hour, and sometimes he'll nap for like two hours. So it's hard for me to you know gauge. S- yeah, to sit in with something and 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 play it. So I you know that's usually when I. Uh, do cleaning and whatnot. Sometimes I'll pop on to Guild Wars. Dan, rub a little liquor on his gums <laughs> and put him back down. Put, put him back down. That actually did happen. Someone gave their kid some kind of booze to help him sleep, like too much. Um, God, I want to say video games were involved, but I don't think so. Now that I think about Let's it, say they were. Um, and then at night, like I, you know, I let my wife have the TV and I play on the computer. So that's part of it too. But anyway, moving on. All right, the next piece of feedback was also from Twitter, from Corey Alice on Twitter, who says, make it 31 ratings at tier, at TS Athletes, uh, five stars. So thank you for that, Corey Alice. We appreciate that. Uh, Facebook feedback uh, in response to what I've picked up for the winter. Uh, this is from Michael, Michael in Minnesota. Yeah. Um, he says, Crusader Kings 2, Assassin's Creed 3, Sleeping Dogs, and Halo 4. That's a pretty good list of games to play over the winter. Uh, between those and my continuing quest for glory and football manager, uh, I should stay busy. Winter activities in Minnesota without being outside. This is in response to Corey's question last week. Uh, that's tough. Winters here pretty much means hockey and ice fishing. There are always hockey games going on. The Boys State High School Tournament is one of the biggest sporting events all year. I would assume that you'd only venture as far as Minneapolis, St. Paul. I'm a couple hours from there. I don't pay too much attention uh, to what's going on down there. That said, there's always a ton going on in the Twin Cities. Is that where you're going? That's an option. Okay. Um, yeah, he says hockey. Obviously, you won't be able to catch a wild game, but there's probably plenty of college hockey that you can see. And Golden Gophers. Yeah, Golden Gophers is um, St. Cloud. Is there their big hockey hockey school? I think there's, I don't know, someplace in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Or is that Wisconsin? I think St. Cloud's in Minnesota. Uh, yeah, Minnesota, I think. Uh, yeah. The, and the state high school tournament, too. Which might be between the week of Christmas and New Year's. Go to the place that makes the Juicy Lucy burgers, Corey. I'm there. I'm that sounds look, amazing. I'm going to look it up. I'm Juicy Lucy. Don't let me look it up. That sounds like Damn it. It's in Minneapolis. There you go. Twin Cities it is, right? Yeah. Matt's Bar. How did you hear about the Juicy Lucy? Uh, I think it was on Man vs. Food. Oh. Which I love, by the way. Yeah. 
And I only gained more respect for Adam Richman, the host of that show, after hearing how big of a soccer fan he is. Oh, really? There's a video on YouTube um, of him. His favorite team is Tottenham Hotspurs, uh-huh. which is one of our listeners' favorite teams. It might be Michael Nelson, um, who's rivals with my favorite team, Arsenal. Uh-huh. But there's a video of him getting a, a tour of um, Tottenham's home field. It's called the uh, White Lane or something like that. And he, like, cries when he goes out on the field. Huh. It's pretty... Touching. It was good. Nice. I liked it. Okay. All right. Uh, moving on. So, Corey, you satisfied with those suggestions? Yes. I am. All right. Excellent. All right. This we uh, this was on Facebook, too. This week, the athletes each play a game that we missed during the year and share our thoughts. What game did you miss? Um, Corey said... Corey... Our Corey so I didn't technically miss it, but I can't wait to get my hands on Far Cry Three tonight. Yes, even after I pooped all over it at Post E Three. Uh, Allison said all of them. Miguel <laughs> said I played the first Far Cry, and to tell you the truth, I don't miss it. Not because it was a bad game, but because I'm not a fan of a big fan of S- FPSs. Uh, anyway, that's not an obstacle to look forward to, or not an obs- That's not. That's not obstacle to look forward to. Uh, to hear your impressions of this one. That's not an obstacle to look for, and I look forward to hearing your impressions for this one. There we go. It's the McGillicuddy's talking already. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, and then Travis says, I love the first Far, Far Cry. The PC version was awesome. I highly recommend, it, highly recommend it. However, stay away from the 360 version. It is awful. I've also heard that yeah. that, that Far Cry is better on PC versions than the 360 versions. Yeah, that's why I got it on my PC. Blech. But I'll never... <laughs> Never. It's I'm, got it's got pretty high requirements pro- too. Probably. Fuck, I'm buying it for my PS3 then. Yeah, I checked go. the my can my PC run it before I downloaded it, and it was over recommended but not at optimal. Right. It was in the middle of those two. And didn't you just get that? Yeah. Yeah. Just wait until three months from now. You can't run shit. It might be the type of situation where because yours you you have the ATI processor and or AMD processor and AMD video card, right? Yeah. It might be. Like, that. a lot of times they'll they'll format it specifically for one type of card or the other. I just other. hate that. I don't. It'll work, but it just might not. There there might be some extraneous issues. So wait, could I switch to like what what game card or or video card is like the most popular? It, like it's all for? it's all preference. It okay. really is. Uh, you know, obviously any video card that you get is going to run pretty much anything yeah uh sometimes it's optimized like for nvidia or amd one okay. or the other but other than that like the amd cards are generally less expensive and use a lot less power i've actually done i did a lot of research um because i'm i want to get a new video card for my computer too um and the you know the amd cards are are much cheaper and use a lot less power so you know if i was to get an amd card i wouldn't need to upgrade my power supply on my computer okay um but if i want to get the nvidia card they're much more expensive i would have to upgrade my um my my power supply on my computer so is amd more of a cheaper yeah they're they're card? usually cheaper budget um, card they no i wouldn't consider them budget cards it, you know they'll they'll run games as well as most Nvidia cards. I think the best card right now is is an Nvidia card, uh-huh. um, but it's a thousand dollars. So Ugh, that's more than my computer. Right, exactly. You know. Wow. 
Um, I'm looking at you in the, guys and I'm, your computers. I'm looking in the two hundred dollar <laughs> range for my video cards. Hey, whatever so, runs games, I think yeah. I'm fine with that. Um, the good the good news is I don't have to upgrade my processor anytime soon. That's expensive, um, right? Yeah, that is a very expensive part because uh, most uh, games or you know processing for games doesn't doesn't exceed the core uh, the quad core i five processor capabilities and i have the quad core i7 so Mm -hmm. which is why core i think you went with the i5 processor right uh i got the i5 uh what should we call it the the overclocking version the k the k1 okay yeah 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 because games they don't they don't they're not uh they don't require enough or what's the word? Their system requirements aren't so high that they need an, an i7 yet. It's not. It's not there yet. Okay. And so you can I'm, overclock the i5k to like 4.5 safely. Yeah, if you ha- if you have a decent uh, cooling system on your and uh, yeah, and a decent uh, motherboard, which I have. I, I set myself up for overclocking. And so yeah. the some of the people uh, who overclock the processor I have got it up to 4.8 just fine. Oh wow! Yeah. The fuck does that mean? <laughs> I also read that uh, the PCI Express 3.0 isn't being used yet, so they're only still using PCI Express 2.0. So I can uh, put a PCI Express 3.0 card in my PCI Express 2.0 slot with no pro- with no slowdown, no, no bottlenecking. So that's a good thing too, because I was worried I'd have to upgrade my motherboard, but I don't. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely, <laughs> definitely handy having a good computer. Yeah, I love it. Yep. <laughs> I'm perfectly happy not having a good computer. But if you had a good computer, wouldn't you be perfectly happy with it? No, I wouldn't use it for games. No? I just... Dan, I told you. How many games do I have on my computer right now? A lot. My top dashboard is filled with games. I just don't have any desire to play a computer. But game. but do you think part of that is it's because it's on a laptop and it's no. probably not comfortable to sit at and play games <laughs> I really for don't. long periods of time? I really don't. Okay. I, there's just something that's it's like a mental block in my head. Uh-huh. It says, Eric, you can't play games on computers. Okay. Well, okay. This my roundtable discussion will address that in a little okay. bit. So we'll we'll talk about that. Should when we, we do get our there. last shot, Dan? Um. Or well, wait. you're doing your last one. I still have three more after this one. Oh my god! Yeah, if I didn't have to drive, no, that's fine. I don't mind. I'm just gonna walk upstairs and go to sleep. Oh boy. Hey. Uh. We like them in leather, we like them in lace, we like them the best when they sit on our face. Cheers. Sounds good. Cheers. So this is six. This is for all of our new Twitter followers. Mm. Okay. So where were we? That's yummy. Uh, Okay, we just finished with Travis's. Thank you, Travis. Thank you, Travis. Thank you, Miguel. Uh, Thank you, Allison, and thank you, Corey, for commenting on our own thing. I appreciate that. Did Allison say all of them? Yes, which I don't know what that means exactly. <laughs> Every game that came out this year, probably. She missed. She missed them all. Oh, she missed them all. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, the next one, we said, it's Friday. Who's playing what this weekend? Uh, Corey said, more Halo 4. Derp. Derp. Probably play some tummy sticks. Magic, <laughs> Magic the Gathering. Who knows, maybe I'll even get Assassin's Creed 3 another shake. Did you get around to any of those things? Uh, one of them. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy Sticks. <laughs> no, you play Magic. I played a lot of Magic. Yeah, yeah there you go. I, I, hey, uh, Corey, are you bringing your cards up? Yeah, I'm bringing my cards. Yeah, I got a pretty boy. sweet deck. I really like oh, what I did with it. You guys are... <laughs> Fuck you, Will. It's bad when... <laughs> Listen to Will judging us over We're at here. a Halo tournament, and I'm saying what you guys are about to do is really nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Like, 
as if that weren't bad enough. <laughs> but you have to bring them now because that's going to be hilarious when you guys are playing magic cards in front of my friends. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, go, go on. So, so Travis says, uh, Halo 4, trying to get the monthly challenge. Time is running out. That was probably at the, that was at the end of November probably. Yeah, you had to win um, something crazy, like 100 and, 100 and some odd matches. I can't remember the exact oh. number. Justin was really close. Oh, okay. He was 120 or something. Wow, still that's a lot. It's a lot, yeah. Because it, not... it didn't even come out that early in November. Dude, was, I think I got or, to like early 80. November. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, I think I had uh, like 60-some wins, and I didn't play that much. Yeah, if I had like sat down and really enough played nothing else, I could have got it no problem. But yeah, I wasn't. I think I that. I think I had probably at the end of November. Yeah, I probably had like sixty four wins in maybe like twenty hours of gameplay. I probably had fifteen wins, maybe six hours of gameplay. Probably, I would say. Yeah. That way. Uh, Miguel says, just now I'm playing Tetris on Facebook. I'm pretty good at it. I've reached the expert level. Eric, do you want to play? LOL, LOL. this week I'm trying to finish reading Fall of Giant by Ken Follett, so I haven't had time to play very much. <coughs> I forgot to mention that I still didn't finish 1984. Um, I know, I know. I'm working on oh, it. Dan. I'm working on it. <clears throat> Hopefully next week I'll have finished it. No, we'll see. I have faith um, in you. So Fall of Giant by Ken Follett. Anyone familiar with that one? Corey? I think it's a his, history, like... Oh, it's a, like a historical novel? Or book? Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a story. It's a novel, but I don't know. Okay. I don't know what it's about. I'll look it up. Something historical. Nice. Um, and then Travis said, Tetris on Facebook is pretty fun. I like playing Angry Birds on Facebook as well. I didn't know either of those were on Facebook, but I'm not on Facebook, so... Corey? You're the only one really that has a Facebook presence right now. Well, um, I made one. Right. We, we we're all gonna have one. We all have one anyway. But like Eric deleted his. Me and Will had fake ones so we could um, post thumbstick athlete stuff. But we're all, we're all gonna make one uh, specifically for the thumbstick athletes. Yeah, so I've... so we can um, what? The, well, the only so we friend I have is Corey. Right. And it's gonna stay that way yeah. until you guys join. Right. But um. Yeah, I, I posted something on there. I think I was I posted uh, what games did you miss that you wanted to play. Right. Just, you know, so we can do that. And if anybody wants to interact with interact us, with one us, of us specifically. Yeah, feel free to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, that was the other thing. If listeners wanted to friend me, I would do that. But it's my Facebook is strictly for the show. The show. Nothing else. Right. Okay. Corey, you familiar with the Tetris and... and... Angry Birds on Facebook? I didn't know uh, that they had Facebook versions. Yeah, I mean, Angry Birds is on pretty much everything. I, right. I think they make toilets with Angry Birds built into it these days. Uh-huh. Yeah, I but, got uh, one. It's sweet. I actually just started playing today, right before we started recording, a game called The Friend Game on Facebook, Ooh. which actually shows a little bit of promise. You, you make your avatar, and you basically just answer questions about your friends. Um, like, the one I did was, uh, it showed me three images. Like, you have to answer questions about yourself and then your friends will try and guess what you answered uh-huh. um and my question i got was like which it showed me three images and it's like which of these three people do you think would win a dance contest and i clicked on the person i thought it would be um so now my friends will go and play it 
and they'll get that question, which person, which, which of these three images is the person that Corey picked to win a dance contest? And if they get it right, you know, they get points. If they get it wrong, they don't. Uh, but at the same time, it's kind of building a personality profile about you and, like, what your friends think of you. Uh, like, are you an introvert? Are you saucy? Are you, like, yeah. all this other stuff? And you kind of gauge what your friends think of you by playing this game. Oh, that's interesting. It does seem really cool. I'm, I'm kind of excited. I'm glad for I it. got off of that. It's, it's the government's trying to build a profile on people on Facebook. Probably. I think it's a Zynga game, actually. I don't care what any of those fucks think of me. Yeah. That's how I am, too. No, I don't I don't care, either. I just think it's, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Okay. This is for our uh, our uh, new like on Facebook, too, by the way. Shout Cheers, Shout number four. There you go, Dan. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then Michael said, Michael in Minnesota said, Crusader Kings 2, it's become an addiction. Corey said, you're a braver man than I, Michael. So, Crusader Kings 2. I know you played yeah. that, Corey. I thought I played the first one, or was it the second one? It was the second one. Yeah, I didn't I didn't care for it. I couldn't I couldn't do it. It was too much for me. Yeah, I remember you saying that. It was uh, complex, not much of a walkthrough, and not a lot of graphical feedback, is how you put it? Yeah. I didn't get, there was, yeah, no, no, exactly, no no graphical or, or even audio audio feedback, you know, you, you like those little rewarding sounds and uh-huh. stuff like that, and there was none of that, it was just playing menus. Yeah, I probably would love that, that's right up my alley. And, you know, it's the type of thing that I'm sure if I took the time to figure out how to play, yeah. I could really get into. It would be rewarding. It seems like there's a lot to sink your teeth in, but, like, especially, you know, this time of year, it's it's hard to to spend any amount of time learning to play something when you have so much other stuff that's a lot more accessible. Yeah, well, gaming wise and, and and freaking holiday wise too, there's a lot going on. Yep. Yeah. I uh, well, Michael also really likes the football manager game, and it's probably the same type of game, but football instead of like medieval kingdoms. Which you know? I am gonna buy at some point. I'm waiting for until it's not forty bucks. Yeah, but... football manager. Can you computer um, on it? I always say, yes, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. It's just menus, really. <laughs> I think it actually the Football Manager 12 does have some good like graphical stuff to it. But okay. when I played uh, Eastside Hockey Manager 2007, <coughs> excuse me, it was all menus. There was no graphics to it at all. I want to play that game. It, it was stats, and it was great. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. I remember getting it's, really it's, frustrated though. It's great for stat stats nerds, you know. Stats. Which anyone that plays fantasy sports probably would like it because it's. The only difference is, is it's you know artificial. It's not none of it's it's not real based on real stats, but uh-huh. good stuff. Okay. Um, all right. I mean, this is for the first iTunes rating. We have two. I'll just do these both at the same time. These are for our two new iTunes ratings. Yeah, man. One of which was good, and one of which was bad. Apparently, right? Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, one. yeah. That's right. Oh, that's right. We got a. We got a wise ass out there. That's fine. It was me. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I don't believe it. I just uh, we have we have improving to do is all. Was it really you? <laughs> Would have been funny. Okay. Somebody the the, the uh, one star. Yeah, somebody rated us one star. Real funny. Real if you don't like funny. us, just don't listen. Don't be a dick. <laughs> right. Unless you want to fight me first. If you can <sighs> beat me in a wrestling tournament, then you can raid away. Right. Otherwise, we otherwise take it back. We don't want we don't want you. Yeah. Anyway, 
Uh, website feedback. Hello, gentlemen. I went to rent Halo 4 before buying, but have been reading about an issue many Redbox customers are having. Uh, read the article for yourself below. I'll post it on our blog post, actually. I don't know what else to do because there are no more blockbusters or any video rental stores in the area. Uh, and I am not shelling out the money, the monthly fees for Gamefly. How do you guys solve the issue of trying out a game before buying, and how do you feel about this Redbox scan? Apparently people are renting this the game and going home to an empty box with the sticker peeled off the disc and then charged the $60 when they cannot return the game in the machine. Ridiculous, right? Uh, or you guys can mail me your copy of Halo 4 to try out for a few days. <laughs> eh? Go Bills. Yeah. That, was, that was from Colin in Buffalo. <clears throat> if he had asked for Call of Duty, I would have thought about it. <laughs> so I actually didn't end up reading the article because I just got this feedback now. Did anyone look at it? Didn't I'm have gonna, a chance I'm gonna to. I'm going to call it up right now. So uh, apparently people are must be stealing the games out of the Redbox machine. If that's the case, that sucks. Uh, I don't know. Redbox hack. Uh, it was only a matter of time. I mean, am I right? You are absolutely right. Thank you. Oh. Let's see. Yeah, are you calling it up? No. Oh. Do you want me to? <laughs> no. I don't know. You said let's I'm see. Just, I'm not. Uh, it's not working for me. Well, I've had a couple of shots of liquor. <laughs> I'm looking at my work schedule. I I'm just talking out loud about it. <laughs> Anybody want to know it? I don't... Sure, let's know it. No. Okay. All right. No, that's not it. Um, I'm going out drinking for the first time in a long time tomorrow night. Ooh, maybe. Good, good luck. It might get pretty ugly on me. Hopefully you're okay for the next day. Oh, don't worry about that. All right, anyway, I'll po- I'll post this link on our on our web on our blog post for this episode. Um I can't figure out how to open it right now because I've had six shots of booze. Luckily it's wimpy booze, otherwise I'd probably be on the floor <laughs> drinking six shots in 10 minutes. All right, well let's get into roundtable discussion. <clears throat> I guess I'll go first cause... Because mine was kind of related to what we were talking about 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 <clears throat> computer games. Now, as as you all know, because this is one of my nibble bits, the Steam released their big picture mode for their <clears throat> for people who want to plug their uh, computers into their TV to play video games, like you know, with a controller uh, specifically. Um, <clears throat> and there there has been lots of rumors about uh, you know Steam coming out with their own kind of game console. Um, called the Steam Box, and there's also rumors of Steam coming out for uh, Linux machines. So I wanted to get Eric's opinion on this, specifically because he's not not a computer gamer. Mm. Would you be interested in a Steam-specific console that's basically a PC? Um, the only difference, or that's basically a PC, um, but 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 it, you could use it on your TV with a like a Xbox controller. How much would it be? Well, that that's the question. I mean, you could put together, or you could but like if if it's going to be on Linux, that'll probably be considerably cheaper. So if it's based off of a Linux computer system, <clears throat> and what I have to keep updating it, it probably well, I mean the Xbox updates. upgrading, upgrading. I oh, upgrading. I mean, I don't know. Probably eventually you would need to upgrade it. And well, one of the be- the beauties about having a console is that you don't have to worry about upgrading right, ever. Right. That's what I love about you it. You just have the system and the games work for it no matter right. what. So you would probably ha- run into the the situation where either you needed to get a new Steam console 
or you needed to upgrade your Steam console. I don't know. I, I hate that <clears> idea. <throat> if it wasn't for that, I would. Right. Because I like Steam and I like what they do. Yeah. So I'd like to support that, but I just hate having to get a new thing every few years. Yeah. Like, well, if you see, yeah, and if you go, if you bought at the top of the line, like Steam specific computer, it would probably be kind of expensive, even yeah. if it was just Steam specific. So I guess so. If you if you wanted to play the latest and greatest games on the best graphics, you'd need to update it, but. You know, the Xbox 360 and PS3 at this point don't have the latest and greatest graphics. They're always far worse than the computer. Which is fine. I'm not so, a huge so graphics if, guy. If, right. If you could play the the most up-to-date games, not necessarily on the highest graphics settings, would that be okay with you? For four or five years, your Steam box was good. I'd rather just get a console. A console? Yeah. Okay. Even with the – because I was looking at some of the Steam sales. They're pretty yeah, good. Do you think they'd still do that? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I would think so. The older games that the, that maybe aren't necessarily selling very well, or if you know a company wants to discount their games, um, you know, to get Portal Two for five bucks on yeah. on Steam. I mean, I'd think about it. I'd right. have to see all the specifics. Right. I would. Th- I I guess I would say I would at least think about You'd it. You'd consider it. Yes. Okay. How about everybody else? Steambox. Yeah. I don't get it. Oh God! See, here we go. I'm actually on Corey's side for that. For me personally, like if I'm playing on my computer, I want to play on my computer. I don't right. care about playing on my TV. If I wanted to play on my TV, I just plug in my 360. Well, right, but uh, you know, if we're looking at next generation, would you consider like getting a Steam box? You have access to all the games you've ever bought on Steam. Um, Steam games are always ten dollars cheaper than getting a physical if- copy of a console game. If the sell for the Steam box is that you can play on your TV, that's a pretty crappy sell, in my opinion. Well, you also have access to everything you've ever bought on Steam. I already have access to everything I bought on Steam on my computer. Right. But if you didn't have a computer, necessarily. But then you wouldn't... Why, Why wouldn't people just buy a computer? Well, if the Steam box is going to be console priced as opposed to... Computer priced. Computer priced. Yeah. I guess I can see it. Because especially, like, some people have said that they're coming out with Steam for Linux and that the, the Steam box could possibly be Linux-based. Uh, that'll, you know, that's a free operating system. You don't need to pay true, Microsoft yeah. $100 for a copy of Windows. So that, that shaves price off right there. Yeah. I just wanted to get people's I mean, opinions. I mean, it's a great idea, I think. I don't know. Just when I want to play a computer game, I, I don't know. Yeah, you want to sit at the computer. computer. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I probably wouldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, I mean, the, with the, with the Steam Box, you're you're looking at. See, I, you know what? I probably would actually want one if you could play all your other PC games on it too. Like if I could play Guild Wars on my TV, even though it's not related in any way to Steam. I think that'd be cool. As that'd long as really I had a wireless cool. keyboard and mouse that I could play it on, I think that'd be cool. I think, but you're, with that, you're looking at probably more expensive. Yeah, because it would have to have Windows on it. I think a game like planet side could benefit from being on a tv too yeah i think yeah so i mean th- there are some games where i think it'd be cool to play on my co- uh, or my tv yeah so yeah I'd, i mean i don't know i'd have to look, like eric said see more specific see more on it yeah, yeah i need I, details I dan i agree um but yeah, i was thinking that as i was scrolling down all this the steam sales and seeing FTL for five dollars and portal 2 for five dollars and limbo for 250 i'm like that's <laughs> You can't beat that because I bet you Limbo's still like fifteen bucks on Xbox Live. Yeah, eight hundred points, maybe ten dollars. Now that you bring that up, um, may actually would do the Steam Box thing. I would consider it at least. 
Because, like you said, if the prices are the prices are way better, yeah, Steam. Um, and you know you're lo- you're looking at digital content as opposed to hard content. But if you're downloading Xbox Live Arcade games, that you're I, just getting digital content anyway. It's just yeah. cheaper on the Steam by a lot. Con- yeah, Steam program. Yeah. Then cheaper than Xbox Live or PSN even. And games like Faster Than Light aren't even on Xbox right. 360 Arcade because they some like indie companies don't even put bother with that. Yeah. Because they get more money off PC anyway. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to get everybody's opinion on that. You've changed my mind, Dan. Well, yeah. I, I don't know. I haven't made up my mind if, if I would look into I probably would look into it at least. Yeah. Um, you got to look into it. Right. But it, you know what? Having a uh, gaming PC, like, anyway, I, you know, I don't know if I would get another gaming PC. Yeah. Um, you know, because really, like, what, one of the benefits of a console is the exclusives so you'd miss out all on a, uh, miss out on all those if you just got the the you know steam box or whatever yeah so i would probably stick to my computer for being for steam and pc games and and console for the exclusives yeah but we'll see all right eric well do you just want to do our call of duty thing this week will yeah we can do that it doesn't matter because right. i have something but i'll use it next week uh, well, go ahead, Will. Pose the question that you asked me. So, in school, I was sitting in the library with one of my friends, and he said, I know you said, you and Eric said you weren't going to get the new Call of Duty, but he said, what if the next one, because the next generation consoles are right around the corner, what if one of the Call of Duties is a release day title for the next generation console? He said, there, it may be something. Right. Maybe. He's not saying it would, but has a possibility. So... I was just like, I did not even think of that. So I texted Eric right away, and he said good that question. that poses a whole new, you know, side to what we were gonna do. Right. Because I think I would get the next Call of Duty for the next system. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It would depend for me on what the other releases were. Yeah. Because I, say they were releasing a Wii U lineup, I'd probably have to get Call of Duty. <laughs> right, because there's not much right, else. Because, like, what am I going to get? Zombie U is the best game, and it's got, like, a 6.3 rating. Like, I... <sighs> I would I would look at gameplay first. And, I don't know, I wouldn't just say... No, oh, you I'm, wouldn't. Yeah, I would. Because you never have. Tell, tell him we'd look at the name, Corey. <laughs> Go ahead. You both would. <laughs> hey, fuck you, Corey. <laughs> I'm just telling it like it is, man. <laughs> so am I. Fuck you, Corey. Okay, here's the opinion of someone that hasn't played a Call of Duty game in a while. And for me, it would depend on the lineup. Like Eric said, I you know, if there was nothing else, if really Call of Duty was the only game that looked like a, a an X Gen title well, uh, and what was only going to be the only decent game with a decent campaign out for launch, which I I don't think that's going to happen. I think there'll be at least you know two or three stuff, two or yeah. three games probably yeah. for for the. Oh, new, yeah. PS3 and or new PlayStation. Well, well I was going to say, how disappointed would you be in a new lineup if that was what you wanted to get? I probably wouldn't buy the system right away. Yeah. I would probably wait. I would. As hard as that would be. I'd buy it. Why would you buy a new system if there's nothing out that you want to play on it? Because I'm a goddamn idiot, Corey. That's why I didn't end up getting the Wii U. Yeah, I know. I already know that about myself, Corey, okay? Corey, you already made us feel stupid. Be quiet. <laughs> I already know all these things about myself. He, he's not, like, shedding light on anything. <laughs> This is all stuff I've fully admitted to before. Uh. <laughs> but you're not an idiot all the time, Eric, just when it comes to Call of Duty. All right, fair enough. <laughs> That's a good question, though. I never would have thought of that. I didn't either. I, I know. I, like... He sent me that, and I was like, ah, oh, 
shit. <laughs> that throws a they new wrinkle. They might have got me by the short hairs there. Yeah, that throws throws a new wrinkle. You and, know, because that not only that, but that it, like when the new system's coming out, you're like pumped for yeah. video games, yeah. and you're like, oh, gotta play a new Call of Duty. <laughs> With the new Unreal 4 engine. Hopefully they... On my new Xbox. The graphics are bigger and better than ever. <laughs> More explosions. You should see the two new guns in this game. <laughs> totally revamped gameplay, guys. <laughs> like you've yeah. never seen before. Come, that's an interesting... I never would have thought of that. That's an interesting question. He also had another good question, which... This, you guys I'll might, be the judge of that. Might Let's not hear think it. this is as good of a question, but what if they waited a year to put out a Call of Duty on the next generation console, and when they put out two, like, because Treyarch and Infinity War do their separate ones, if yeah. they release both of them at the same time? I wouldn't get both of them. Not I wouldn't even, either. Not even a chance. I'd get the Treyarch one. But I was just thinking that would be kind of cool if they both did that. Head-to-head showdown? Yeah. I don't know. I just never happened. Oh, I know it wouldn't happen, but it'd be cool if they did do that. So, do you think what is it, Modern Warfare Four? That's next. Yeah, (laughs) that's going to come out for the new systems. (laughs) Do you think if they? That's even funny, just saying Modern Warfare Four. Do you think they could put one out every six months and people would still buy both of them? Probably. That's the sad part. As much as they do now. See, uh, actually, I was wondering this because they could release it for the new console, but also the 360. Yeah. Kind of like what they did. They like still make PS2 games, or used to at least. I don't know if they still do. Right. So I was wondering if they would do some, something like that. Maybe because I'm sure I'm sure it would be uh, multi-platform like that. Definitely. Yeah. And I heard the new Battlefield 4 is next gen. Yeah. Because obviously everyone I'll be that, that one. oh yeah everyone that owns a Xbox 360 or a PS3 isn't going to upgrade to the new system right away. You know they're only going to sell. I mean what. A, optimistically like a million systems yeah probably about a spagoder's worth yeah so uh, that's not that many people so i don't even know if they would make the game specific for that yeah right away maybe the year after they would make it specifically for the new system yeah i just think it'd be smart if they had it for the new new systems then the 360 and the ps3 yeah because then it would probably be a must-have title for the new systems yeah as much as it's painful to say that so basically, me and Eric just said we're getting the new Call of Duty after we just said we weren't. <laughs> they found a way to get you. Didn't they? They found a way to get you. God. Yeah. Bent us right over. Yeah. It's like they knew. They did. They're like, oh, they listen, and they're like, wait, Will and Eric aren't going to get it. How about if we throw them a, a wrench in their plans and yeah. put it on the next gen console? Yeah. Bet you then they'll get it. Yep. They'll have a big old boner for video <laughs> games. And they'll buy anything yeah, we, we exactly. slap a Call of Duty label on. Anything that wants to go near their boner, they'll buy. And Call of Duty's going to want to go near it. Yep. Yeah. Then the next one's going to be Treyarch, and I like to get the Treyarch Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in for the next two And years. I mean, if Will's going to get it, I'm going to get it. <laughs> so me, sign me and Eric up for two years. Fuck you, Corey. <laughs> Uh, Thanks for giving us material for the podcast. <laughs> what? I said it. After you guys finish saying, well, I'm not getting the next one. Yeah, and you're I, already I, fantasizing about reasons why you would buy it. Which is the dumbest thing because I'm already planning on trading the last one in for Far Cry. Literally, I played it like three times. I'm going to trade it in. 
<laughs> but god damn it. If you aren't going to get the next if one. I'm just not going to do it. Oh, that was funny. The fuck? <laughs> oh, my stomach hurts. Uh, well, this was a good discussion. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, <laughs> what do you got for us, Corey? Um, just briefly, again, <clears throat> I like doing news that wasn't really news because people are desperate for a story. Um, and this headline came up on GameSpot, Dragon Age 3, influenced by Skyrim, by Eddie Makuch. Makuch. Um, and he has a quote from one of the developers of Dragon Age 3, Aaron Flynn. <laughs> this is his quote. <clears throat> you can't look at a game like Skyrim and not think about how impressive what they've accomplished is or think that's an interesting new direction or that there was something that didn't work well for them that we could take in a new direction. So we're always influenced by these games, especially in a relatively tight-knit genre like RPGs. So that was his quote in reference to Skyrim. And the headline reads, Dragon Age 3 influenced by Skyrim. Which I think is a little unfair. Yeah. Um, all he's kind of saying is, or you know, he said, we're always influenced by these games. Like, obviously, especially in the RPG genre. Yeah. So it's a little bit unfair to, to rip that headline like that. Um, kind of a cheap shot. But... At the same time, it kind of made me wonder, Dragon Age and, and uh, Skyrim, or the Elder Scrolls series, are very different from one another mm-hmm. in a lot of different ways. And I kind of wondered, uh, maybe you guys have some input, what from the Elder Scrolls games could the Dragon Age game adopt and still maintain the Dragon Age identity? Who wants I, to I personally don't know enough about Dragon Age to comment on that. I can just say, for Skyrim... The thing that I love about... I'm actually probably going to buy Skyrim again. But um, the thing that I love about it is just the openness of it. I love the environments. Um, one Actually, one of the reasons I want to play this again, and I forgot to talk about this, um, with my new Turtle Beach headphones, mm-hmm. I think like the music and just having all that in my ears, like surround sound kind of, yeah. will really pull me into it a little more. You know? Oh, yeah, definitely. And I think that's what's really great about Skyrim. So if they can find a way to to do that, I I don't know as much about Dragon Age, so right. But yeah, I'm I'm definitely on the open world um, bandwagon. Uh, I think one of the things that went against Dragon Age Two was that it was so restrictive on the different places you could go. Um, there was the city that you were in, and then there was a handful of dungeons and like wooded areas that you we're in too and i I, you know and that they recycled over and over yeah yeah exactly i I think it felt very narrow uh, as a game you know as as compared to even the first one had a lot of different locations there's a lot of different cities and towns you could visit uh different castles so i think they took a step back in that um i they tried to make it too much like mass effect i i still say that as they they were trying to make it like mass effect it just didn't work for dragon age because the 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 people that played Dragon Age didn't, weren't necessarily the same people that like Mass Effect. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's a different different franchise, and I think they, they, you know, they tried to make Mass Effect in in the medieval world. So, uh, yeah. definitely adopting a more open world would would be my choice of. of How do you think they would do that though, without seeming to copy or you know? Well, as I said, the the first the first Dragon Age was it wasn't super open but it was a lot more open than the second one and i think even going back to the openness of the first one would be fine without seeming like they're gonna they're copying skyrim you know because skyrim is a completely open world 
Um, you know, if, if it was just slightly more open in the places you could visit and it wasn't just one city that you were in that the whole, that pretty much the whole game took place in, I, you know, I think that would be a benefit to Dragon Age 3. Yeah. So that's my opinion. I would agree with that. I mean, definitely that is the key characteristic of the Elder Scrolls games is the openness. Yeah. Um, and I think Dragon Age would do well to adopt a little bit more of that or like you said, you know, go back to the formula they used in one. Yeah. Um and I wasn't I wasn't I didn't dislike Dragon Age 2 as much as you did, but I feel like they just went about it wrong. Yeah. Um cuz I kind of like the idea of being immersed in a single city and watching it change and grow yeah. throughout the game. Uh but at the same time, because they just recycled so many assets and in, in zones for lack of a better word, you're right, it just felt too narrow and and, and restricted and kind of you kind of felt cheated a little bit, yeah. Um, especially in in a game in a, like a fantasy RPG, you want to you want to see some cool stuff. You don't right. want to keep seeing the same thing over and over again, right? And I don't, I don't feel like the city changed that much over the course of the game. Um, maybe some minor changes here and there. I don't remember it that well. It was yeah. what two years, three years ago that it came out. Two years ago, yeah. And that's what I mean by I like the idea of it, but I don't think they really executed well right, on right. it. Okay. Um. But yeah. I, I'll go with I'll go with a little more openness. Um, other than that, I, I don't really know. I, I I I like how Dragon Age plays. I like you know the the mechanics, the yeah the play was, mechanics and all that stuff. I was gonna say I I mean I like the first gameplay mechanics, but I thought the second the mechanics in the second one were fine too. Yeah. Um, I didn't like I said I, the only things I really uh, the main thing I didn't like about it was the the setting. It wasn't different enough, and uh, I I didn't like how they made a pro uh, like a voiced protagonist because i felt like with that they were trying to copy mass effect with making hawk yeah um, i i liked kind of the you know that you could make one of what was there six or seven or eight different characters you could make in the first dragon age i think so maybe not I, that many but there's definitely a choice at least yeah i like that i like that better and, and each character had like a different background uh, i yeah. thought that was cool and that background kind of came came back to either bite you or help you or whatever later on in the game. Yeah. I like that, that it was different. So I will say, though, storytelling in Dragon Age is far superior than in Skyrim. Yeah. Well, it's more... It's because it's more focused. Yeah. Um, the Skyrim relies a lot on the emergent narrative. Right, know? right, right. Which yeah. I, don't, I don't usually ever get in games. When it's not... When the story in in <clears throat> lore and stuff isn't spoon fed to me, I usually just kind of gloss it? over it and okay. not, you know, not care enough to spend the time to Same to here. read read the books that are scattered all over and stuff like that. You know, I just yeah. I don't really care. Uh, and when it's delivered in a in a more enjoyable way, more cinematic way, I don't know. I I prefer. Yeah. I I liked how what they did in Kingdoms of Amalur with the was, the runes. Yeah. Because it was it was voiced over, you yeah. just listened to it while you were still playing. That was that was yeah, that's a good point. I for, I'd forgotten about that. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. Yeah, I mean, Skyrim. I think uh, the main story in Skyrim is like forgettable. I thought you know there's a handful of cool moments, but like you just, you know you beat the game and it's like oh okay mm-hmm. you beat the game. Um, yeah, I see. So I see what you're saying with that, Corey. With with uh, having the the story spoon fed to you, I don't know if that's necessarily a good way to put it, but um, 
It makes me sound like a wussy, but <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Well, yeah. I mean, I got a little bit of the the lore. I, I think it's cool in Skyrim, but you, you're right. I mean, the story itself was not not great. I felt like a lot of the stories in the in the factions you could join were a lot better than the the main story. Yep, absolutely. And that was my biggest critique. Remember when I yeah. I, I beat the game that yep. week? We did the review, and I came back, and I was like, "Oof." Yeah. <laughs> I was not big on Skyrim at all. Yeah. A great game, but lacking yeah. in story. Yep. If it, for somebody who was playing through it to beat it so he could talk about it. Right. Wasn't that great of an experience. Imagine if it had, like, a really good hooking story. Yeah. It probably would have been everybody's favorite game. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. Okay. That everything, everybody? Yeah. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention, Eric. Um, mm-hmm. I got a message on Xbox Live from one of our listeners. Oh. Who, who remain nameless? I don't know if he messaged you. Messaged you about this? He may have. Um, <laughs> what, what he wanted to ask was if there was a an amount of donations uh, it would take for Eric to drink the bottle of Old English. If there was a an, a dollar amount that you would drink the Old English for. God. I meant to bring this up during feedback and I forgot. Oh man! Smell it. I'll smell it. I'll smell it. I don't know. It's probably 25 ounces. It's about half left in that Of, of that Old that English. <laughs> <laughs> What's it smell like? Awful. <laughs> so after having smelled that, is there a dollar amount that you would drink that for? Everyone's for got his fan, price. Fan donations. Absolutely. I don't know. What do you guys think is a fair price? Do you want to smell Whatever it? it'll take to get us out of the red. You want to smell it, Dan? Yeah, I do want to smell it. I mean, it probably didn't smell good to begin with. No. No? You didn't? Nothing? No. Huh. Should I take a sip of it? <laughs> if you want. Just to give listeners a little preview. It's been here so long. <laughs> it smells like alcohol to me. It has it been here? It's been a while. How long? I would say that was that's been here since like late winter, early spring. Last year. No, this year. Wait. Like I would say late winter. It's I would not say, even early winter. I would say last year. Yeah. Late winter last year, like like February, March. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's gotcha. still technically this year. Yeah. It's been it's been a while. Two full seasons. God. Almost two full seasons. I'll take a sip of it and see what it tastes like. Yeah, because I want you to be able to give an accurate dollar amount. <laughs> well, dollar amount. What did it taste? I don't know, man. Did it taste like Old English? I could drink it for a dollar amount. Okay. I don't know what a dollar amount would be. Jesus. I don't know. Are we talking hundreds of dollars or thousands of dollars? I think if somebody offered to... If someone was going to be like, I, I will give you this amount of dollars to drink this right now, what would that dollar amount be? I'm trying to think. Maybe if they bought me a video game. Okay. So we're looking at Far Cry. $65. Somebody bought me Far Cry 3. That might do it. So we're looking at 65 bucks. Yeah, around there to probably. Drink it. You know? Okay. Maybe more. But we'll start right there. At least 60 bucks. Okay. 
uh, of donations from fans. Yeah. And that price only goes up the longer it sits there. You're damn it's right. Got, it's got to be because it's getting more and more. It's uh, getting more funk. Rank. It's getting funk. All right. So how should we go about doing this? Should we set up? We should probably set up a donations thing, right? <laughs> we should do that anyway. Well, yeah. Yeah, Corey, donations thing. You're on mute because you're eating pizza. I said whatever. I don't know how to do that. All right. Well, I'll look into it. So yeah, we're looking at right now about about sixty to sixty five dollars for Eric to drink that whole bottle. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So so that there's your answer. We'll uh, we'll look into that and we'll get back to you maybe next week with some some answers. So, all right, we're we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, we'll be right back right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 72 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. The song you heard during the break was also from the group Lost Integrity. The song was called Delta Children. I'll put a link to their band camp on our blog post for this episode. So if you if you like their music, you can check out more about them there. All right, we are in what we played. Uh, I guess I'll go first because I only played one thing other than Botanicula. Um, I played uh, a ton of Guild Wars. I won't get too into it um, because I'm still doing the same thing. I'm still doing the map completion uh but i had fully intended on yesterday wednesday playing halo when my son went to sleep um but right when he went to sleep i was like i'm gonna jump on guild wars real quick um just because part of the thing is i explained last week the the map completion requires you to go into the world versus world zones to get uh vistas and points of interest and whatnot there um, so I always, whenever I have a free moment, I'll log into Guild Wars just to see if I can run and get those, if our faction has taken over whatever control points that I need. So uh, I jumped onto Guild Wars uh, on the Yaks Bend, it was. Uh, it, this was yesterday, on the Yaks Bend Borderlands. And there was the rest of the points that I needed for there. And Eternal Battlegrounds, too, which is the the zone where... Because in, in each of the, the Borderlands zones, like, the main zones faction will have the castle and then the you know the surrounding areas around it initially and the other ones will have to try and take all that so all the all the different 
uh, servers have their, that zone where they're they're kind of the leader of that zone, and uh, the other teams are trying to take their points. But there's one called Eternal Battlegrounds where y'all have kind of an equal share of the land, and then there's a big castle in the middle um, that can be controlled by anybody. So I went to uh, either Yaxpen or Eternal Battlegrounds, doesn't matter, and uh, they had had the last. Or no, I went on Eternal Battlegrounds, and there was a Zerg force, which is their which which is what they're called, that was uh, taking over castles rapidly. So I went and joined them, and sure enough, they had taken the rest of the points that uh, I needed. So I finally completed Eternal Battlegrounds, which is good. And then I went into the Axe Bend one, and they had already taken control of the last points I needed. So I went and got that. So in that short amount of time, I was able to, I was like an hour and a half, maybe two hours, I was able to knock out two more of the, the zones that I needed to get. How close are you to finishing? I'm at 98 or 99 percent. Wow. I have, but but the problem is, is I'm at uh, the point where I need the garrison in the Fort Aspenwood, which is right south of where they spawn. So that's one the hardest the the hardest thing to take over. And Fort Aspenwood, because our server, we've played Fort Aspenwood and Yaks Ben servers for the past like two or three weeks. Um, and Fort Aspenwood is kind of like right behind us. So like. Um, from a player versus player standpoint, they're really close to us. So they're always, um, you know, right behind us in the score, not necessarily right behind us in score, but they're second in score. So they always have a decent amount of people playing. Um, <coughs> I spent quite a bit of time, <coughs> excuse me, earlier playing Guild Wars, um, trying to take a castle that was, that wasn't even the one that I needed. And it was like our entire force on that particular map against their entire force just trying to take this one castle for two hours we battled back and forth Bow. yeah and we would we would knock down the walls knock down the gate and bust in and rush up the stairs and they'd wipe us out and push us out of the gate and rebuild um and then we'd come we'd go back set up our siege engines blow down the gates blow down the blow down the walls again and rush in and they'd push us back out so it's that back and forth so i'm really not thinking i'm going to be able to get the the their for aspenwood garrison anytime soon but We'll see. So anytime, anytime I have a free minute, like I said, I jump into Guild Wars just to see if, by some odd chance, that our faction has taken over the their garrison that I need to get the last two vistas and the last point of interest I need for all the world versus world zones. Oh, wow. So yeah. Do you get something if you get hundred percent? You get. You, do you ever see people with the little star next to their? It's a little gold star next to their like level. Maybe. Yeah, you, you wouldn't. You would know if you saw it. Um, that's that's what you get. You get experience and and gear and stuff that you can sell too. So, oh, cool! Yeah, really, it's just more of a personal uh, goal challenge. Yeah, challenge. personal goal. Oh, that's cool. So that's what I've been working on. I've been having a ton of fun with the World versus World, though. It's it's just a blast. I've gotten decent at PvP too, which is good. It's not something I've ever been really interested in in uh, in MMORPGs or any game really. Um, but love the PvP in, in Guild Wars. The whole siege engine thing and taking castles, it's its a lot of fun. I haven't even done World vs. World Oh, yet. it's so fun. Corey was in on a little World versus World. Yeah. It was a blast, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was fun when we actually, you know, Did got recently. work done. Yeah. Well, I, I'm part of the thing, Corey, is I've, I've been reading up a lot on the uh, specifics um, the you know the more detail oriented stuff of world versus world, and you're at a huge disadvantage because you're only level like 39, right? Yeah. Um, I guess gear makes a huge difference in world versus world. So even though you're boosted up to level 80, no matter what, 
um, if your gear's not as good, you're you know you're gonna have a, a much harder time. And I have noticed that with my 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 toughness tank build for my engineer on on PvP does like you know really well. Um, as opposed to me when I was level like twenty five or thirty, you know, doing PvP, where you'd have to get lucky to get a handful of kills. Yeah. Um. Now I get kills on a regular basis and and can last quite a long time in a battle and take quite a few hits before I go down. Huh. I've had several times where I've uh, escaped. Well, I had one time where I had like eight people chasing me, um, and I was able to escape death finally when they either they gave up chasing me or some of my I don't know if maybe some of my my uh, fellow server mates. Um, attack them when they were chasing me, but I got away. I was being chased for like two minutes by eight people. I was able to stay alive long enough to Intense. get away. Yeah, uh, but that—that's the kind of like white knuckle stuff that I'm talking about. That when I played Botanicula, it was a nice, relaxing, like quiet gaming experience because the, the world versus world is extremely stressful in, in Guild Wars. So, uh-huh. um, but great stuff. Love it. Nice. Yeah. So that's all I had to talk about. Um, I want to hear about Far Cry 3, so either Corey or Will can go yeah, first. Yeah, I don't I actually don't I, have I anything. So. Okay. I only played Journey. I didn't get a chance to play it. Oh, that's so. right. Corey, Far Cry 3. Uh, yeah, and unfortunately, <coughs> because I was deathly ill, uh, I only got to play for 45 minutes, maybe an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> looks promising. Looks very promising. Cool setting. Uh, it's open world. You're on this island. You play uh, trust fund kind of bro. Kind of stoner, kind of you know. Named Jason. Jason, okay. I think his name is Jason. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it kicks off showing you like a montage of all the awesome things you're doing with your group of friends on this exotic island. You know, partying, dancing. The last thing they show is uh, skydiving, and then fade to black, fade in. You're in a prison cage uh, out in the wilderness on this island. And the only other person in the prison cage with you is your brother, um, who is ex-military. I think Army. Um, and there's this dude who is obviously your captor, giving you a hard time, saying how he's going to kill you, before, not or he's going to wait to get a bunch of money from your family because you're so wealthy until he kills you. Um, and make a long story short, you end up sneaking away and taking off, and some crazy stuff happens, and... Uh, you're on your own, and you pretty much got to find your remaining friends, uh, is what I can gather from the story, anyway. Um, I ended up meeting some of the islanders, the local yokels, who just seem like castaways from real life. You know, they're just kind of hanging out on this island because they don't like society, man. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where, oh, that, what is it, Ithaca, New York? Well, that's where <laughs> I'm headed. Yeah, so... That's my that's next that. step. I just got my first gun. <laughs> I just did my first radio tower climb which is pretty cool. I guess there's several radio towers scanned out there, yeah, that you go to climb up to scan the area around you. and it'll, It's like uh, in, in the Elder Scrolls games. It'll show you a bunch of waypoints in the area for things, to, interesting things to check out and see. Assassin's Creed. I was just going to say that. Or Assassin's Creed, yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of promise. I've been hearing nothing but good things about it. Uh, again, I didn't really get that much gameplay in to be able to talk much about that, but the setup was cool. Um, How's it look on your computer? Looks great. Looks great. Runs great. Which video card do you have again? The AMD 7950. Okay. that's. I'm looking at the 7950 or 7850. It was, mine was 300. Okay. So I think that was, yeah, that was a 7950, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Looks sharp. And again, I can overclock that. I haven't messed around with any overclocking yet, though. Overclocking. 
Um, but anyway, yeah, it looks looks really good. Um, yeah, I don't really know what else to say at this point. Okay, more well, more to follow next week probably. Yeah, I think I'm gonna pick it up this week. Yeah, I shouldn't, but I'm going to. Well, if you trade some stuff in. Oh uh, well, it's not that. It's just I got so many fucking other games to play. Yeah. But okay, I really really want to play that game, and. It's getting great reviews. It is getting great reviews. Everyone I talked to was like, oh, it's the best game of the year, hands down. Wow. Or everything I've seen. Anyway, I haven't really talked to anybody, I should say. Um, but, yeah, a lot of people that I've seen or that I follow on Twitter really, like, love Far Cry 3. Hmm. Love it. I like the idea that it's an open-world FPS. I yes, think that's, me that's too. That's probably the best thing about it. Um, other than, like, I think graphically it's supposed to look really good, too. So, yeah. yeah. Graphics, whatever. Okay. <laughs> on a good computer. <laughs> yeah, see, uh, I'll play it on a console. Hmm, interesting. All right. Will, what do you got for us? Yeah, I... Go ahead. Oh, Corey. that's it? I'm done? I thought you were done. Go ahead. Yep. All right, done to nope, me. I'm done. I don't want to talk about it anyway. <laughs> okay. I figured you didn't have any more to talk about. I told you what I was going to talk about. Oh, that's right. You have a... I have it right here. Corey's, Corey's <laughs> feisty today. Ryder Rumble. Past couple weeks, he's been feisty, hasn't he? <laughs> Yeah. Last week it was feisty. This week he was sick. There's some feist in him. Yeah, a little Pissy. bit. <laughs> Pissy. All right, let's hear Robert Ryder Rumble. All right, so Ryder Rumble is, uh, I believe, Gamefly's first published game. Uh, Garnet Lee, who did the One Up Yours podcast in uh, Weekend Confirmed podcast mm-hmm. now, uh, was, was kind of the the dude behind this game i don't know to what extent but you know he's the he's the name people recognize but what it is is it's a ios i'm not sure if it's android uh but it's it's a it's a mobile game um called writer rumble and the way it works is it's one-on-one and you get your board of letters uh it's like a boggle set you know except expanded so there's a lot more letters and you basically all you're doing is making as many words as you can and the more points your words are worth, the more damage you do to your enemy. Uh, and you can play your friends. There's there's different kinds of power-ups. There's one that'll scramble your board for you. There's one that'll multiply the amount of damage you do based on your word. Uh, there's some other really really cool kind of crazy ones. One that'll make it so your opponent has to spell the words backwards for a certain amount of time, uh, which can really mess with people. But it's also very much based in literary history the characters you choose are based on famous authors like edgar Allan poe and uh, agatha christie and stuff like that and uh, they have little kind of funny synopses about them um and every time you start a game there's a quote from a different author that yeah, you see so it's it's kind of nerdy in that way uh, and i really love those those word making games so okay not to change the subject was agatha christie that author that was it, the mystery novel person that was in doctor who was that Agatha Christie? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that was her or not. Okay. And eh, continue. I don't know if I saw that episode. Um, but yeah, it's it's a lot of fun, and you can play, uh, you know, other people that you know live, um, through the through the phone, which is which is cool. And you can also do one thing I really like about it is, uh, when I'm on the subway, if I'm underground, I lose service, and all my games require an internet connection, um, except for this one, because you can do uh like wave mode where enemies will just keep coming at you and you just keep attacking them and attacking them and attacking them and again they get harder and harder and harder so it's pretty fun and it's only 99 cents Uh, i definitely recommend it for word game nerds 
uh, and I still haven't done everything on it. So. So if you like Words with Friends, it's probably something you'd be interested in? Eh, not even necessarily Words with Friends. You know, it's more like a scramble with friends, I guess, would be a closer example. But, oh, scramble, like with friends is, fr- scramble with Friends is the one like Boggle, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or the, it's Boggle ripped off. And put it on, is Boggle. Put into digital form. And the only other game I played, um, I guess I played some more Halo, but nothing new to talk about that. Final Fantasy Twelve. Final Fantasy Twelve, yeah. My one of my roommates has a PlayStation Two and also has Final Fantasy Twelve, and it was just a matter of time until I set it up and actually sat down to play it. Uh, it does. The first thing I noticed with the opening cinematic, which is really cool, especially for a PlayStation Two game, it does a lot of stuff with like political intrigue and history and stuff like that, kind of like um, Final Fantasy Tactics. Oh, oh yeah. Like, okay. What that did, setting up all the diplomatic stuff and all the figures and historical figures and stuff like that, uh, which is interesting because it also takes place in Ivalice. Oh. Ivalice. Which, sure which is the same that. same place that Tactics takes place in. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ivalice, maybe? So that was really cool, and I really like that stuff, too. I, I like when they kind of go that direction with it, you know, that more, I don't know how to put it, how to phrase it, but yeah, more, more like warring factions, political drama and all that crap. Um, well, it adds another layer to the story. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so I probably played aside from the opening cinematic, which was maybe 10 minutes long. I don't know. It was pretty long. Uh, I played maybe an hour or two hours and the biggest standout thing is the way they do combat you don't actually enter a combat screen you stay on the screen that you're in and when the enemies come up to you uh you you still choose which one you want to attack and it's it's still kind of uh not active it's it's which what's the phrase i'm looking for turn-based uh-huh. is that turn-based battles yeah. um but it's cool because you can move you can, you move your guy around so if you're if your attack isn't ready, you can kind of back off away from the enemies and let the guys who attacks are ready kind of stay there. Um, and it's cool, you know. Obviously, there's magic, all that, all that good Final Fantasy stuff. And there's there's some pretty interesting, uh, heartbreaking scenes at, at right off the bat. So, other than that, uh, I haven't gotten that far. I've just gotten to the the, the first main city where you're kind of learning gameplay mechanics and features of the game and stuff like that so okay. I, again that's one i haven't played enough to really talk about but i like it so far and a lot of what i read is that it's a really underrated final fantasy so okay i'm hoping that's the case so first hour two hours of that or first hour two hours of final fantasy 13 which do you like better uh it's tough to say because i mean having played final fantasy 13 well before which is a far superior technological demonstration yeah. you know it's hard to say oh final fantasy 12 was way better um and about you're, equal you you're, know? and you're not far enough into the story to be able to differentiate which has a better story right no not at all but i will say you know final fantasy 12 is already way more open than final fantasy 13 was right and i'm only an hour into final fantasy 12 so okay we'll see but it's one of the few Final Fantasies uh, I have yet to play. I think I've played all of them except for 11. Final Fantasy 2 and, and 11. Okay. And 14, but that doesn't really count. You could skip 11, too. Please. I gotta play it at some point. No. 
You could probably get it. For, it's on Xbox 360. You could probably get it for cheap now. I don't know what kind of subscription fees they have, but. I wish they would just have a demo just so I could play it for like 30 minutes just to say I, I did it. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'm, I'll probably get Final Fantasy 14 when it comes out. When it, what do you mean when it comes out again? Yeah, when it. Realm Reborn, I think, is what they branded it as. Yeah. <laughs> so if you bought the game before, you don't have to buy it again, obviously, right? I don't think so, no. That would piss me off if that was me. You had to re- but like, they, they, like, closed down the world. I think everybody lost their characters and stuff. Oh, that kind of sucks. Yeah. Oh, well, what can you do? Don't quote me on that, though, because I don't know right. for sure. Okay. Anything else? Uh, No, that's it. All right. Uh, I think now we're on to Will, right? Yeah, I didn't really. William. I didn't play a whole lot. The only thing that I can say is I got the Dragonborn DLC for Skyrim. Oh, I was wondering if anybody did. Um, I like I said, I didn't play it at all because I'm trying to avoid playing like Guild Wars and Far Cry a lot in Saints Row until after the Halo tournament. Oh, that's right. That's which is we'll, right we'll around. Be, the we'll corner. be talking about that a little bit next week. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, played Guild Wars. We did our raid that I missed out on. Which was on the floor. Yeah, you guys can talk about that. We didn't talk about that on air yet, did we? No, we no. didn't. Okay. We it was me, Corey, our cousin Chris, and cousin John, and we only did it for what half an hour. It was going to be a raid on the Ascalon Catacombs zone, raid zone, which is a level thirty dungeon. Yeah. Uh, which me, Corey, Chris, and John tried before, but Corey was short a level. We didn't have a tank. Um, the tanks were me, Chris, and John, who were all medium level armor. <laughs> And and we didn't have builds at that point either. We were kind of we weren't new characters, but I think at that point I was only level like sixty eight or maybe seventy. I mean, I had my builds at that point. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, we didn't have a tank. We didn't really know what we were doing at that point. So now I I wasn't able to make this one. Obviously, I had my internet connection troubles. So go ahead, Will. Um, I was the I was the lowest level character. I was only level thirty, so I wasn't very effective. I was just kind of hanging out and letting Corey and uh, John and Chris bleed the way and do most of the work. Pretty much, uh-huh. we got to the point where you guys did the last time, but they said we did it faster. Yeah, but that's it, because we had two level eighties, and it took us a long time before to get to the point where where you guys made it to. Mm-hmm. We did it in what half an hour to forty five minutes, Corey? Yeah, probably something like that. Which it took us three hours Probably, to get to that yeah. point, maybe more. Uh, but as I said, part of it was our cousin Chris made a new character. He's a, a crusader now, um, so he's a full-on tank that with 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 support abilities too, which is nice. So he can keep people healed. Uh-huh. Um, and then John is is making a glass cannon build, which is a DPS build for his thief, which is also nice because that's a full-on DPS. We are all kind of PVE builds at that point, um, which isn't isn't as good for, you know, that. dungeoneering specifically or PvP, um, the PVE builds. So that's uh-huh. just kind of to keep yourself alive for play versus environment stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah, I sure to avoid getting hit. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're you and Corey's characters are what's known as squishies. <laughs> Corey actually said. Chris goes, ah, who's down? Corey goes up, the squishy necromancer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys, I mean, really, like, if you get to the point where you, once you get to level 80 and you can start doing your build, then you can, like, build up your toughness and stuff. And, uh-huh. and you won't, you can take a few hits then, but, yeah. For, 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 I didn't do that bad. What's that? I wasn't that bad. No, I'm sure you weren't. No. I'm I just don't saying think anybody was that bad. Necromancers don't 
especially PVE build necromancers don't take too many hits because I have one. Yeah. I have a level forty necromancer for my alt, one of my alts. Uh huh. So yeah. Cool. I wish I hadn't missed out on it. Yeah, uh, there'll, there'll be more. Yeah. God only knows when we're gonna be able to do it again. Yeah. I'll set another one up soon, Dan. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Eric. Welcome. Yeah, with John getting married. Yeah. So <sighs> this weekend. Yeah. Silly. Yeah. So. Okay. I think that's all I played. I mean, I played a couple games of Halo to get ready. I should say that Dan put Guild Wars on my computer for me. I did. Um, I just didn't play it yet. Okay. I might have changed my password since you put it up. Okay. They've been bugging me. So if you try to log in at any time and it doesn't work, just text me and let me know. Yeah, okay. whenever I try to log in on the launch, it says you should consider yeah. changing your password. Why? Uh, because they're they're trying to keep people's accounts from being hacked. Okay. So It's a pain, though. So yeah, no, I, they've I been bugging me it. about it. You change your password every month. They've been bugging me about it for months, and I was like, F- fine, I'm gonna, I'll just do I'll it. Just, I'll just change it. Yeah, so I did. <laughs> but Yep. Okay. And Eric, you only played FIFA, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Other than uh, Journey, yep. Okay. Anything I'd, to report? I did try a new game mode in FIFA, uh-huh. uh, career mode, because I didn't have the internet set up with it yet. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's cool. Like I, I haven't got too far into it, but I do like. I'm only controlling my guy. I made a new guy. I put it. You can pick what team you put him on. You can either be a player or a manager, hmm. and you. The goal of it is to. Work your guy up to make your national team. Oh, okay. So as a coach or a player, yes. Okay. You start out as like I think my guy started as a rating of sixty six, which is really bad, obviously. And he's like eighteen. Um, you pick whatever club you want to be on, and I picked. I didn't want to pick any of the big clubs, so I picked um, Celtic, which is a Scottish Premier League team, who I would probably root for if I lived over there. Okay. I don't know. They're like they I think they're the powerhouse of that league and there's just something I really like about that. Nice. Like Celtic and yeah. you know, they got yeah. good cool colors, they're green and white. Oh. Uh their fans seem really passionate, which I love. Yeah. Um Yeah, so I put my guy on there and it was pretty cool like how it works in soccer is if you're a young guy and there's guys ahead of you at your position that are they're already established players and they're good and you're not going to get a lot of playing time, what they do is they send you out on loan to a team where you can get playing time. So that happened with my guy in the game. Uh, a different club asked if I wanted to go play for them for the year. Um, so I got sent to some team in the Norwegian league that I never heard of, but I start with them, you know right. what I mean? So it's pretty sweet. Um, the camera's a little... Iffy. You can probably change it. I'm just trying to, to do it because I'm lazy. Right. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I've, in my first two games, I've scored three goals. Ooh. Almost had almost had a hat trick in my first uh, game. It's fun, though. God, I love that game. God. It's a good game. It's so good. Love it. Yeah. Oh, I did have another spectacular win, too. Oh. Um. I needed. I had two games left. I had to win one of them to win the uh, championship cup in Division Five. I had already secured going up to four, but I, you know, I needed three points to win the championship. And um, I was down one late. Scored in the 87th minute to tie it. Won it in the 90th with a wow. with a late winner. So yeah, can't beat that. It oh, was yeah. sweet. 
I screamed. <laughs> it was a sweet play too. I just like I, I got on a breakaway right at the end. I had, I'd say I probably had like five, five guys rushing up the field, and he had like three defenders back. Uh-huh. I just put a ball right between two defenders to my striker, right, and he's a lefty. He went right to his left foot and just buried it. Nice. Jumped up out of my chair and just started yelling. Nice. Those are the most roaring. Was, was your girlfriend home at the time? She wasn't, but I'm sure her neighbor was thrilled. Oh. Up. He's probably loving me. Up, oh, Eric won a game of FIFA. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, I always like to send a little message when that happens to the opposing player. I don't say anything mean. I just Usually I just go with oops. <laughs> You know, sometimes, yeah, sometimes, well, uh, not always, but like, he should have beat me. He outplayed me the whole game. Actually, it was, it was bad because he got a red card. I was down (sighs) two to one. He got a red card and I got a penalty shot for it and I tied it two to two. He scored down a guy and uh, I actually, I had to tie it and win it late in the, in the last minute. So he should have beat me. He was better than me. But uh, yeah, I just sent him a message and said, "Oops." Did he respond? <laughs> no, he didn't. It's he probably had killed himself. I would have. <laughs> it's it's almost like leaving a waitress a penny for a tip when yeah. she's really bad. It's like worse that's than... worse than not leaving anything. Yeah. It's like that, you know. I yeah. just I don't know. Oops. You get no, in that mood. I well, I get that a little bit. You know, not to bring up Guild Wars again, but you know, you you you're in a one on one battle against someone that pisses you off. Yeah, and I, like that. Uh, when I talked about last week, that guy that kept coming after me, mm-hmm. I just wanted to be like, you know what, f you, buddy. Yeah, uh, I didn't. He didn't he, piss me off or anything. He didn't. He didn't ask for it whatsoever. But you have you have those people that that you probably message afterwards that sure. piss you off with oh, their play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, I, I, was, I understand that mentality. He was fine. I just was all worked up. God, nothing gets me going like a game of FIFA, man. Nothing wrong with that. I'll tell you, elite winner, nothing better. But yeah, that's it. That's all I played FIFA and Journey. Oh, we got a tweet real quick. I just want to we read did. it. Yeah, it was uh, Idaho Jake who said, Dragon Dragonborn is awesome, and did Will get the new Motionless and White album? I did. You did? Yeah. Okay. Um, Go ahead. I liked seven out of the 12 songs. Okay. It's a mixture between Marilyn Manson and Ugh. Slipknot, and the Marilyn Ugh. Manson songs I just don't like at all. God, it sounds like the worst album ever made. I want to know what's his favorite song on the album. Yeah. So. I would say also I listened to the entire Math the Band album, the new one, Get Real, uh-huh. on the way to the Bills game. It's fucking awesome. Isn't it? Yeah. It gets you really pumped oh, up. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. It was so good. It get it like that. I listen to that music when I'm kind of feeling like down and tired and stuff. It's such great music. It's, like, it's so upbeat. and There's nothing to not like about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's really good. I like Catchy it too. as hell. Yep. Oh, you talk about some good album. And also, while we're on the topic of music, my favorite band, really, Mumford & Sons, has a live album and DVD coming out in oh. January, and I'm really excited for that because they're so good live. Yeah. So I like that, having hearing about someone that's good live. Oh, God, they're better live than they are in a CD. That's damn. what I like to hear. There's too much of that, so you know, great. not... Not so good live, but great well, in the studio. That, that's what music is anymore. Right. Yeah, so it's it's like good to see a bit. Well, they, they're not from America, so. Right. That's part of it. <laughs> that's one reason they're good live. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of bands just backtrack everything. Well, if they're not good live, they're going to get beer bottles thrown at them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they'll get. 
They'll get it. That's the major leagues. Coming over here is minor leagues. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. No one's going to throw shit at you if you have a poor performance they here. They won't know the difference nope. here. Exactly. <laughs> but. All right. That's our music review for the week. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get our usual stuff. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash thumbstickathletes. As I said, me, Eric, and Will are all setting up our Facebook so that we can comment a little bit more on our Facebook stuff um, individually. Uh, obviously, we would comment on stuff as the Thumbstick Athletes, but we're going to try to comment more individually. Uh, our Twitter.com is Twitter. Our, our Twitter, our Twitter is twitter.com <laughs> slash tsathletes. It's been a long day. Uh, or or at capital T, capital S, athletes. Our website is thumbstickathletes.com. You can find all of our blog posts and reviews and stuff on there. Our voicemail number, we always need voicemails, is 607-527-0547. And you can email us directly at thumbstickathletes at gmail.com. <coughs> Excuse me. Christmas is coming up. Uh, if you're going to be ordering stuff from Amazon, feel free or please do uh, or click through our link before you place your order on Amazon uh, on our website. I think the banner is like on the bottom of the homepage in the middle, maybe um, it's got like a few different game controllers on it. So uh, clear cookies, click on our banner on Amazon, then place your order and it doesn't cost you anymore, but we get a little, little money back from Amazon. We had a pretty good month last month. Um, I'd like to keep that going. That'd be great. Uh, so yeah, that'll do it for episode 72 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement.